Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Direct from the ToadHopNetwork.com, it's Huff and Stapes. The Huff and Stapes Radio Show. From the John Lovitz Comedy Club and Podcast Theater in Universal City, California, I am Scott Huff, but more importantly, back from a 29-day European vacation, the Clark Griswold of Universal City, Jackie Bray is here. Joe Stapleton, everybody. Yes, hey. I I forgot how to do a podcast, I think. He only knows how to do television shows. No, I certainly don't know how to do that yet. Joe Stapleton is back, everybody. 888-520-4374 is the telephone number. 888-520-HUFF-SHOW. Uh, us at HuffManStapes.com is the email address. Lots to do on the show, so I'm not going to screw around. Uh, you can uh, email in your glitches in the Matrix or call them in doing glitches a little bit later on. And, of course, Stapes is back, which means epic story time later on. I rarely use the term epic, but find out what happened when Joe Stapleton got tear-gassed in a Berlin club. Yeah. You can look forward to that later on in the show. I'm super grizz now. Tear-gassed. Yeah. How many? That was on my bucket list. Getting tear-gassed? Get, getting tear-gassed at a... Shitty club in Berlin. So we will talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, thanks for joining us on the show. It's uh, nice to have everybody tuning in. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's do You're Not Funny right off the top. I know it's not a grab bag tonight, but let's do a You're Not Funny. Uh, you're Not Funny, anyone that works for the Toad Hop Network. <laughs> what? Why? You're Not Funny. I don't, uh, mean, no, I don't mean other shows. Other shows, you're all very funny. Oh. You're Not Funny, Johnny Ice. You're Not Funny, Karen. Like, the minute I get here, it's oh, just... Oh, boy, we're starting with the Johnny Ice and the Karen. We get right here... I got him really good for you, by the way, in there. You got him good? Yeah, I said, he, when he was, like, trying to make fun of your life or something, saying your life was shit, and I asked him if that's why he was wearing that hat, and then he took it off. <laughs> you, if you insult his looks, whenever you insult his looks, you definitely cut him down to size. Talk oh, a little closer wearing... to that mic, too. I don't know what's don't going think, on. Is my mic even on? Yeah, it's very weird. Is I don't know it? what it is. I think he needs a little bit more. The fuck, man? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's just a, li- just a t- teensy bit more. Yeah? Is that better? Uh, yeah, it's a little bit oh, better. okay. I don't know. Uh, like, I get here. We get here an hour early to do a little bit of extra prep on the show, but really it's just go into the green room so that they can abuse me for an hour. Just <laughs> fuck know. with me and abuse I, me for an hour. I, it's I, not I, funny. Scott, I mean, it seems to come from a place of love. It doesn't really. Like, what was this bullshit with Karen tonight saying that they've been, they held like some powwow just to talk about how my personality's changed <laughs> over the past couple months? I don't think it was like a, it was like an HR compendium. It wasn't like a powwow. Were they doing like a write-up scheduled. of your attitude? It was catered. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Apparently they think that I've changed, like my attitude has changed. And she's like, I'm not saying it's better, I'm not saying it's better, and I'm not saying it's worse. Which is the which is the worst, by the way. I would rather she just tell me, I'm saying it, it's gotten a lot worse. You're yeah, shitty like, now. You're, you're being a dick, and you should stop and go right. back to the way or you used to be. Or you, we think you're great. Right. You were kind of an asshole before, and you've gotten better. But or, not, or like we're now, not saying it's good, and we're not saying it's bad. Well, then what is it if it's not good right. or bad? Right. What the fuck are you it's saying? It's lateral. Now? It could be a lateral change. You've been staying the same, and we just don't <laughs> like We've been talking about like how you've changed, but you've been staying the same. Right. <laughs> Old Scott really loved peaches, and new Scott loves bananas. You know, it's just, this doesn't make you a better or worse person. It's just different. By the way, I, don't yeah. get it. I brought you a bag of bananas. So, Did you? Yeah. From where? I don't know. Anywhere. Ecuador. From the grocery store. A bag street. of bananas. Cool. Because the new Scott loves bananas. You, you brought them back from the street? No, I just, no. <laughs> I thought, I, thought I thought you were insinuating I brought, Europe. I brought them. Yeah, Europe, Europe famous for its bananas. I, that's what I was trying to figure out. Was there a South American <laughs> no, stop? No, it was because but... New Scott loves... It's okay. The, the New Scott loves garden. bananas. Oh, right. I don't know. 
I can't come in here and hang out for an hour just to be fucking I teed think, off on. I think that it comes from a place of love, Scott. I think Karen cares, for reals. Karen does care. But, I don't know, maybe she just really doesn't like you. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is, or what what the problem is. And now we've got two guys in a mic harassing us. Oh, we they're walking around in underwear out here. there. Oh, Gene is here? Gene is here, that's Gene. Yeah. Oh, that's Gene. That's Gene. Oh. Can we give it up for Gene? She's here for Staves' Staves. return. So she finds out you're coming back. Gene here. Tastier Tuesdays. We're clapping for Gene. It's a little awkward because I have have at least two other girls meeting me here tonight, so... Do you really? (laughs) Yay, she's excited. She's just there. She actually has a perfect eye line just to Staves. Oh, no, I hope they don't run into each other and ruin everything. (laughs) I would love to see a girl fight. Over Staves? That would be amazing. Yeah, I, I haven't watched I Bad Girls Club this week. I hope week, I somehow so. don't end up with with none of these people. Yeah. Well, yeah, Jean's here. Woo. <laughs> Thank I'm really you, excited. Jean. She Thank was really you, Jean. nice. Jean's a good sport. She's really pumped. It's good to have you, Jean. Uh, Karen's going to be answering the phones for us tonight, but I think she had to take a dump. Oh, wow. <laughs> she did. She's like, I got, I'm going to miss the first 10 minutes of the show because I have to use the bathroom, a.k.a. That's just saying to Wait, me I'm going to take... Minutes? Yeah, she said I'm going to miss the first 10 minutes of the show because I have to go use the bathroom. Maybe so that she's lets, fixing her makeup because that's what a, I used to do. Scott, you guys oh, she's said, not on camera. She's taking a dirty, dirty deuce. That's why well, she's maybe. taking... She needs 10 minutes to do it. It's an absurdly long amount of time. I'm not over this. I'm done. I'm done coming in early. That's it. No, I'm Scott, done coming in early. This? I'm just going to be fucking harassed this? when I come here. How about this? As a general... Puts me in a shit mood. I don't know. Like, can I tell you? Can I be honest with you about something, Scott? Sure. Oh, God. The past few weeks, I've... My role in the show has been mainly as a listener. Yep. I've been become part of the audience. Part of my also... in being gone, I was doing some, some research and just what do we... What do we sound... <laughs> mm. What do we sound... Uh-huh. Anyway, Scott. Yeah. Scott's giving this look to Jackie that if you guys are just listening to the podcast, I wish I wish you could see it. Radio worth watching. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I was out there, and when I was in the trenches, and you know, one of the things that kind of bored me when I listened to it mm-hmm. was the Johnny Ice and Karen stuff. Oh. I think you give them too much showtime. I want to hear more about you. I want to get to know you more. Oh. Share more of your life. Uh-huh. Can I share some of my life? Yeah, Jackie, There's something really too? exciting that's happening this week. What's that? I'm going to be on the Kathy Griffin Show. Kathy. Tomorrow? Um, I film it tomorrow, and it, sh- um, it plays Thursday nights at 10. That's awesome. What is Jackie the Kathy Martin. Griffin Show? Is it a sitcom? No, it's a talk show. It's a talk show. And it's perfect because I love Kathy, and all she does is talk crap about celebrities. No celebrities are invited to the show. It's just all real people. And she does funny little videos, and they wanted a couple fans, so I'm going to be on the show. That's amazing. I don't, you're That's like really a panelist? Fun. They just have real people be panelists on the show? They do have real people be panelists. I don't think I'm doing that. I think I'm doing something at the end of the show, just a small What is segment. his name? Huh? Nothing. Um, I give, They're like, oh, there's some really some hot girls coming. The guy I talked to on the phone was gay. So oh, know. okay, good. Yeah. Seems totally on the up and up. Yeah, but I'm really excited. So hopefully I get to meet her. Are you think you're going to get a lot like significant airtime? I don't get it. I don't I understand what you're doing. I think it's like a five-minute... like. Thing set. Are you going to be an audience member on the no. Kathy Griffin show? No. You <laughs> sure? Is there a live studio audience for the show? Are yeah. you going to be in front of an audience? Wow. I think I'm going to be in front Look of an that. audience. Yeah. You're no, sure they, you're not going to be behind the audience? No. Okay. They just need fans to comment about some some little video she's playing, but I don't want to say what they're doing. You don't want to say what they're doing? Oh, did yeah. they prep you? Like you got the video well, in advance or something? No, I asked them. I was like, what am I going to be doing? And they're like, we're going to show a video and it's going to be this, this, and this. And he's like, and we want all, we want like fans there. Oh, and don't I, do I that. You're ruining girls. the magic of television for me right now. 
Oh, God. Now, when I see the show, now that I know how it's made, I probably won't like it as much. But you didn't understand it, so now I have to explain it. <laughs> God damn it. I wish you I could go back. To explain it. I wish I could go back in time 45 seconds and unknow that because now I feel like the whole show is ruined. Just for know me. I'm going to be on it towards the end, so you should fucking watch. All right. And you're, you get to be snarky about a video. That's fun. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm really excited. Good job, Jackie. Good You've achieved you. a higher level of success than both Scott and I combined. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of, Without it's question. kind of my That's lifelong amazing. dream to be on Bravo. Yeah. Well, bravo, Jackie. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not, I'm, not bravo. A, <laughs> I'm not a housewife yet, so yeah, one step at a time. Bravo. I think we need, all right, look, you're, you're, you're asking a lot of questions. Some of them seem to be leading. Maybe some of them are slightly insulting to Jackie. I can't quite tell what you're doing here. I feel like you, yeah, I'm just I feel like let's that. get this. Yeah, you're, <laughs> I got a bone to pick up the show. Let's clear the air. Let's clear the air. Once again, as a clear the air. Yeah. Let's clear the air. By the I, way, by the way, I just can I just put something out there right now for you, like yes. in all honesty, like yeah. uh, you know, Joe. Uh, since you've been away, yeah, yeah. your role, I've I've analyzed your role in the show, yeah. and I've come to the conclusion that I don't give a fuck what you think of the show as a listener. <laughs> I just want to put that I don't give a shit. We have another Ouch. hour and forty-five minutes. Uh, we have another hour and forty-five minutes. Don't bring up again what you think of the show as a listener. Here's your last chance. You, I know, sure? I know, you had some bones to pick with the show while you were away. Uh-huh. There's some things you wanted to refute. Oh, I'm there? fine with yep. that, but we're not oh. doing that. What did Joe think of the show as a listener? In fact, I would have been happy had you not listened to even one show while you were Hold gone, on. but you obviously did. I'm just gonna delete some of these notes. Then. <laughs> you obviously did. I wrote, I wrote notes. Is that bad? No, there were a few things you had, you had a, <laughs> that you had bones of contention with that I actually, I'm fine with you clearing the air about because you, sure. you. I did feel badly. And that's why. Maybe this is, maybe some of this is coming from a place of emotion. I did feel bad that at certain points there were things brought up about you or that you took part in because, again, you're an interesting guy. That's why you're on the show. And it's like, we don't have stapes, but we can still talk about some of the shit stapes gets into, yeah. which we did. And there was one episode in particular with Frank where we discussed the incident of Jackie breaking down mm-hmm. in Universal her City. Car, her car breaking you, down. Right, her car breaking down. She's about to break down. Right, exactly. On air. And then Joe oh. coming oh. to help her out, and Frank made some insinuations. I don't even know they'd be insinuations. Probably more than that. Frank Frank they just came to conclusions. Accusations and conclusions <laughs> about your reasoning nah, for being trying there. trying to get laid. Yeah, nah. so anyway. <laughs> Jackie, trying to get laid. I just want to say, I didn't say that. Jackie broke down. Come on, come Jackie's, on, dude. My Jackie's car, car broke my down. Car broke. He, goes out, he goes out like three. three come on, it's getting late. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you weren't happy about that. Uh, I felt like you know, I felt I felt violated in a way. I was like, I did this really sweet thing for Jackie. Like very nice. She's like, I thought she was. She's like, I've been crying. Jackie, like, right now, try to pretend like she was cool about it. Is like, the best thing I've I, ever heard. Um, I, uh, it, it was nice. That is not what so, you were saying when you wasn't here, baby girl. Was yeah, it let's was tell my, not. Let's at tell all. my side of the story. Yeah, it was not at all. I'm in bed. I'm in bed. Having having a, a really a nice night to myself after the show, watching Futurama. I was watching Futurama, Scott. Yeah, I got a text from Jackie. That said, oh, I've been crying in my car for the last 90 minutes in this tow True truck. True story. That happened. Right? Yeah, I was crying. I was very upset. And I was like, you know what? I was like, oh, I really want to go. I got the same go. text ignored it. <laughs> yeah. Which was part of the story as well. Yeah. Got the same text went, right. don't care okay. at all. And this is my problem. There lies Prius. the problem with my story because... He says things like that and somehow comes out looking better in this story. I didn't. In fact, no, here's ignoring her than I did by going. No, here we go. Time out, Joe. Because this was the whole thing about that story was, although I wanted to bring you into the fold, even though you were away, because again, interesting I stuff happened. I appreciate that. No, no. What I did was yeah. I was going like this. I was handing a gift-wrapped story to both 
Jackie, and Frank, as a matter of fact, to take the piss out of me mm. for fucking over Jackie yes. and not going back. And they went the and total I was like, opposite direction. I was like, hey, everybody. <laughs> I was like, because there's no incentive for me. I didn't say anything about you. I'm like, because there's no incentive for me <laughs> to ever go back to help out a girl anymore. I was just like, fuck this. I, I was literally not even a block and a half away when she first texted me. Like, <laughs> I'm at this gas it, station. Scott. I'm at this gas station on the other side of the bridge in, in Universal City, and I was like, <gasps> I just hit the gas as and fast I'm as I could to lie. get now, the fuck out of Duck. I knew you were gonna. You weren't gonna. So, help Joe, you know I wasn't hanging you out to dry. I didn't lead I do it in that. that direction in any I way. I do know that, and I will say this in the, to, to prove to everyone that I'm being completely honest. That knowing Scott wouldn't go and that I would, I definitely thought about that when I was making my decision. I was like, I know Scott's not going to go. I'm going to look awesome and Scott's going to look terrible. Oh, so you did say I'm going to look <laughs> awesome. It wasn't like I'm doing it because I know Scott can't. Part of it's because I'm going to look awesome. Yeah, yeah but okay. nothing right. has to do, absolutely nothing to do with trying to hook up with Jackie ever. Ever, ever. That, and that's, right. a, that's what felt like the knife to my heart. I don't think I well, said now, you were trying to hook up with me. Jackie, but you also didn't refute it. No, didn't refute it either. Laughed actually a lot. The nicest well, thing she said about me the whole entire story is when she said I disappeared into the night. <laughs> you did. You I was like, that was you pretty were awesome. Like, I was like, <laughs> okay, like that's pretty cool. That was awesome. You disappeared into the mist. <laughs> you you part swallowed really by did. the fog. It was the you only did. part you of the story. Like, you were like one of those superheroes that you see like in a movie or whatever. You're well, just like you were just off. You vanished. You were fan. Because I took a taxi to get there because my car was blocked in. Taxi well, that the was the side. thing. I didn't think you were going to take a cab. I thought if it's like if you were blocked in, you'd be like, sorry. No, and I didn't even give you the chance to tell me, no, don't take a cab because I was like, that's being a bad friend. Just get in the cab and go. She's in need right now. You need to get there. She's upset. Don't worry about it. What is the cost of going to help out a friend? I legitimately <laughs> said that in my own head. Right. Can yep. you put a price tag on it? <laughs> yes, you can, but it turns out it was only like 40 bucks, which is lower than my threshold. No, I went over to the bar across the street. I had a couple drinks. I had to call a cab anyway. Oh. You know what I'm going to do for Chatted you, Chat up the bartender. We fucked. My roommate has a very busty friend that lives in Los uh -huh. Angeles, mm -hmm. and I'm going to try and hook that up for you. Oh, well, that would be really nice. Yeah. Thanks. She's She's a nice girl. She's got huge knockers. Guess what? If I go out there, doesn't have to be a nice I'm girl. totally over this. She might not be. I don't know. I don't understand why that was a knife. Through. Like you, you, and you were legit upset. Can we talk about the off-air conversation really briefly? Upset? Sure. Yeah, okay. I don't remember what it was. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. So Joe, I M'd me, and he was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Now I understand." Because okay, oh, on, yeah. val on Valentine's Day, Joe was like, "I don't understand why we're skipping a show. Nobody else has plans other than you with your wife. Like, let's just do a show." And I very honestly and candidly told Joe, "I don't want to miss a show." I mean, there was a couple reasons. One, I felt like I deserved to have one fucking week off without having to be, you know replaced uh which was which was my way of not just being honest with myself and everyone else by saying i'm very insecure i don't want to miss an episode of this show because if i miss an episode and people start harassing me and saying things like show is better without you i'll fucking kill everyone and then myself <laughs> so i told joe i didn't want him to do the show without me just being honest and joe was like thank you for being honest about it i'm totally your partner in this fuck it oh, i'll just go out and then of course he got himself in horrible trouble and it made for a great show the next week anyway um which is pretty much my job fuck up my life and then right. talk about it on the show <laughs> So then Joe came online and was like, now I see why you wouldn't want to do a show, um, wouldn't want me to do a show without you. And it was the show, the first show we had done with Frank. And I was like, oh, I wonder if it, Joe's going to say it's because he felt like Frank just crushed it, knocked it out of the park. And it was so great that he felt you know, insecure <laughs> that he wasn't there. And then you started in on me about the Jackie 
picking her up, picking her up, helping her out with her car thing. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised. I got to be honest, I was kind of surprised. Like, you know, that it's all bits on this show and you fuck with everyone all the yeah. time. And so you've got to be able to take it yourself. And the thing is, if we had said something really bad, it would be one thing. But like, wanting to bang Jackie isn't so out of bounds in like the, in like the grand scheme of life. So yeah. I'm wondering why that was the knife through your heart. Like, why did that? Oh, wait, Why can I, I, oh God, Scott, like, oh, this reverse psychology is like, this say, bit's, like huge right now. Like, what do you oh, mean like, reverse psychology? Man, man. Just, just lead me down the primrose path and be like, oh, someone's a little too, pr- little <laughs> no, too no, no, defensive I'm not, about, I'm not about, that at all. I'm not saying that at all. I'm really not. What do you get? Why at? was that the knife through your, why did it upset you so much? I just don't, I'm because, not, I don't get I, it. I tell you what, I like, and I you said, just felt like you weren't part of the club. You no, weren't part of the team. Like we're, it's all good fun as long as we're laughing with each other. But you felt like you were being laughed at. Definitely for sure. Okay. So that makes sense. It was hard for me. As an audience member, to tell whether or not <laughs> <laughs> to tell whether or not you were doing a bit, you know, if it was just, I was like, oh, I know it's probably all just for the show, but like, if anyone is being serious right now, like, this is a, this is a fucking bitch, like, this is this is not cool. <laughs> and so I just, you know, I had like a whatever you can call it like a mini meltdown. I don't think it was a meltdown at all. It was just like yeah. a, th- there was like in the a, conversation. Yeah. No, what, I'm not saying it was Whatever, a meltdown. I had like a his, there were no histrionics. You just said, like, I, I can understand why. And yeah. I ap- immediately apologized and said, I get it. Like, I understand. Yeah. But still, I but just Jackie, I, I didn't like, really seem like sold that. it. Jackie what? really sold it. That she was like, yeah, maybe. That's probably what it was. Like, stuff like that. So. Yeah, I'm really if she had offered you sex in return, <laughs> if she had offered you sex in return, <laughs> no dice. You wouldn't have done it. No dice. Come on, um, nobody believes that for fucking one second. Yeah, when would I be no offering one that? that like, no one believes it in this room for one second. See, and that's like you the know fact what, though? That- I called you and I didn't call Clint when I was crying. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? I don't even know. What, is I that weird. good or bad? I don't even... Trust you. But what the fuck did he have done? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm trying to make amends here. I, I called you because you're my friend, uh-huh. and I know you would help me. Or I didn't actually think you would help me, to be honest. My you didn't mom. think Joe was going to help? I I, th- I thought that there was a shot. I was like, if anyone would help me, it would be Joe. Right. And so I was just like, I'm just going to see. Because if not, I was going to call my roommate's bestie friend. The thing is, uh, here's the deal. Like, it's made for an interesting conversation, but, like, I really don't care anymore. It was really I the definitely nicest, cared. It was the nicest well, thing you I'm glad you went until the end me. of us talking about it just so you really don't care anymore. <laughs> Hey guys, this thing we're about to talk about, I really don't care about it anymore. <laughs> it was very, very nice, and, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, this it. makes it now, it makes it like a, not worth it that I did it. Like, now. She's now making you look like an asshole again right. by making it seem like you right. need to be coddled for right. doing her exactly. a favor. Right. Yeah, you lose again. I'm not, yeah, good job. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yes. <laughs> oh, Once, I should never twice, I'll, just, I'll just call twice an asshole. Never go. Over and over. Yeah, again. see, and that's what she's going to, oh, don't worry, I won't call you next time. Next time I'm Don't, don't want to put you out. You're going to make a great mom someday. I like when you call me or text me about this stuff because I don't care. And it's so I great. told you it's I was like, crying, and you're like, God, that sucks. I was tweeting so many jokes, so many bad late night jokes. Yeah. I was firing off all my shitty yeah, late night tweets. Yeah, by the way, what we should do is go back to that exact date and find out what tweets kept you crying on the side of the road. Something about Doogie Howser and a snake charmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. It's kind of shit I do at that time of night. So then you had another problem as a listener. I don't know if I can handle this, but you had uh, another, not even problem. You had another, you had more of a radio note for oh other my radio God. hosts. Dude, you guys, I felt, What okay. would you do without me to tell you what stories you want to tell? <laughs> Remember that thing you wanted to talk about? Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Look, I'm, I'm jet lagged, okay? Yeah. I, I landed like six days ago. Remember um, the Takes at least seven days. Yes. You wanted to I got it. Um, you guys, Jackie, you kind of dropped the ball at one point. 
you and Blue and the Nugo and rated our comedy. <laughs> rated oh, our I'm comedy. sure that that happened. Well, he kept reading my emails. Yeah. That whole situation. There was a lot going on there. But that when Scott told the story about having sex in the infinity pool in Mexico, and no one really asked him even a question about no, it. No, no one asked me a question. And then went on to talk about made you uncomfortable. We talk about we've talked about licking people's I don't, bees I don't, I don't and like, like whatever. It's about just about you and your wife because I love your wife, and then I'm just like when I see her. Don't, don't you want her to get sex? Of course, on I do, vacation. But I don't want to. I don't want to hear. About you don't it. want her to get sex from me. You Scott, want some hot it? Latin salsa dancer to give it to her? That would probably be a very exciting story. <laughs> <laughs> like you can, Scott. You you want to hear about single sex? Like I could, you know, with your friends at least. But the second you get married, yeah. That is something that, that I found after getting married. No, wait, we it, it did does... talk about it because it was that whole... No, I kept, like, plugging ahead anyway. Plugging ahead. I kept <laughs> plugging ahead anyway, and nobody yeah. gave a shit. And made it feel like it wasn't a good story, even there was though it so kind of was. There was so much in there that needed to be I opened understand. up. It was like, Scott's story was like this little chest of drawers that had, like, all kinds of compartments and amazing little pieces and nuggets of comedy. And everyone's like, cool. Like, what's it like fucking in, a, in water? I, I do understand. <laughs> I do understand, though. I, I, I do understand exactly that, like, why Jackie would be uncomfortable. Because yeah. there is something about once you get married, anytime you talk about sex, you're a creep. Whereas if you're a single no. guy, you can talk about anything you want. And then the minute <laughs> I say I did something with my wife, everyone's like, oh, nobody wants to hear about that. Married people having sex, that's fucking disgusting. I'm not, I'm not saying that everyone out there would love a story if I was talking about, like, eating a girl's ass, right? You can't say everyone would love it. No. But more people would like it than hearing Scott yeah, tell story. So, guys... Saturday night, 69. You guys be like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, why? What? Gross. So it's weird. Fucking, what are you Dad, talking what are you about? What? Shut up. What That's are you trying disgusting. to get pregnant? What is, uh, stop. <laughs> are you trying to make more people with your 69? Just don't get do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. It's gross. So anyway, there was that part of the story, which was whatever. Yes. But then mm -hmm. the part where Scott said that he got drunk and got beer goggles for the night sky and saw his dad's visage and cried in the desert. And you don't. <laughs> Tell him how fucking stupid that is! It made me sad. Oh my god! It was sad. It was fucking pathetic. And I hope he enjoyed every moment of it. Well, how the fuck? Like, no! You can't. I was a like, huge Scott, cliche. Scott, yeah. I'm sorry your dad was, died. Yes. But that was fucking. So cliche. So homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even tell you. Yes. But we don't, we don't say gay. Scott. We don't say gay, because gays are pretty cool. Homophobes are the ones that mm -hmm. suck. I thought it was Dude, beautiful. Dude, you're gay. You thought it was beautiful that I was um, I was blackout drunk almost. I just barely yeah, remember you know crying, what? staring yeah. at the stars. The thing is, going, he, the, his That's dad, a vision. No, his That's dad happened to pop into his head at that moment. If he'd thought about pizza, it would have eventually made him cry. <laughs> he was just, it was just that time. I was just, that was, yeah, it was Maybe time it was to cry. Really yeah. pizza. I don't know. And my dad cried like once ever. <laughs> in in his life that I saw him ever cry once, oh, and so it that, wasn't blackout so, drunk so about his dad. Could, he could also be disappointed in you, in addition to <laughs> oh. no longer being here. Great, good job, indeed. Scott. Yeah, I was looking out. I was looking out at the stars, and I was just like, he would have liked this. He would have liked stars, and I just started crying. And then, then I, but it didn't. It was like you said. It wouldn't have mattered if I had just gotten gotten home too late to get the late night taco menu at. Yeah. The bar in Mexico. What? I would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Same one from the pool this afternoon. And you know why? I would just, yeah. Because Scott Huff doesn't puke. <laughs> it is the cause. How is that possible? Scott Huff, I don't not, puke. Scott Huff I don't puke. not puking has been the cause of maybe every major issue he's ever had in his life because he doesn't puke. I don't puke. He doesn't stop like most people. No. 
That's amazing. I it's don't like, puke. He's like, it's like a zombie. Like, they don't die. He just keeps going and going and going. Just and keep completely drinking. destroying himself. Because yeah. mm-hmm. he doesn't puke and he doesn't pass out. Well, don't puke and I don't pass out. So at some point, the fluids need to make it out somehow. And I don't piss myself either. That's never happened from drinking. So <laughs> I just start crying out alcohol. That's right. His it was tears, really just alcohol. Tears, it was just tears, tears, tears. Oh, yeah, you can drink your own tears. Yeah, I could drink my own tears and you keep getting get drunk and crying about my dad. His tears landed on a scorpion, killed it. <laughs> See, that's how you talk about me crying about my dad. We're going to go to break. Stapes is back. It's great to have him here, not as a listener. 888-520-4374 is the telephone number. AustinHuffinStapes.com is the email. Uh, our Twitter account, at HuffStapes. Make sure to follow Toad Hop Network, at Toad Hop Network, and, of course, Extreme Talk XM165. You can find us there every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific. They are at Extreme XM165. When we, got back, when we get back, we got Jackie Bray with the news, Glitches in the Matrix, and Joe Stapleton gets tear gassed in Berlin, all on the Huff and Stapes radio show. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Surprise your woman in the bedroom. Go to adamandeve.com and receive 50% off almost any item, a free gift, three free DVDs, and free shipping. So go to adamandeve.com now and enter Toad Hop. If you didn't check out the Heidi and Frank show this week, well, you didn't get to hear this. The Time Magazine cover. She's a woman who is breastfeeding her her child who is, oh... Old enough to stand on a chair to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in corduroy pants. Yeah, he's, what, three or four years old with child... She's hot. I would never stop if that See, was my mom. that's my point. Seriously, he knows his mom's cute. He's almost winking at camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know he looks at his dad that way, too. Like, he's like, sorry, we're all full here. The Heidi and Frank Show, live every day from 10 to noon on the Toad Hop Network. Or you can hear them whenever you want by becoming a VIP and getting unlimited access to all the fun at Heidi. At the Toad Hop Network, Tuesdays are now tastier Tuesdays as we open our doors at 3 p.m. to you, our beloved viewer. So you can watch your favorite podcast live on the big screen right below where it's actually happening and enjoy $3 draft beers until 11 p.m. Woo-hoo! That's right, tastier Tuesday at the John Lovitz Comedy Theater at Universal City Walk. There's no cover charge, $3 beers, and $3 valet parking after 7 p.m. Tastier Tuesday with $3 beers. This and every Tuesday at the Toad Hop Network.
take a chance Oh, we're partially there Oh, living on a prayer Grab my hands, we'll make it I swear Whoa, living on incantation On an incantation <laughs> Very nice. radio Very show nice. Unnecessary improvisational band coming to you from the uh, John Lovitz Comedy Club and Podcast Theater. We've been wanting to do that for like guys, five years. You guys, that was right off. That was off the top of his fucking dome yep. right there, mm-hmm. on the spot. I love living on an incantation. He's a human thesaurus, <laughs> Scott Huff. <laughs> I can and the unnecessary it, improvisational band. I can do it sometimes, but not always. I think I would have had a hard time with that song. It's tough. So good job. Thanks. That's all I'm saying. Thanks, man. I'm in awe of you. What's with you and Bon Jovi? You love Bon Jovi. Are you? I think so. In oh, because of Bon Jovi? That was, yeah. a, that was, so a, that was like the first time you ever hung out hit. with me off campus <laughs> yeah. was doing the weird off Bon Jovi campus? video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we weren't in class. A surprising lack of tweets tonight. What the fuck? I mean, we got a oh, lot of tweets tweet, for some things, but... I didn't tweet that we were live or anything like that. Should I do that? Yeah, why not? Maybe. What the hell? Uh, well, what's although the we have a few. We have a few. Heavy M420 says, getting my at Toad Hop Network fixed with two guys in a mic LA, then at Huff Stapes. Uh, just about time for Stapes, 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 at Huff Stapes, at 2 Jacks Joe, at Jackie Bray. Wee, thanks for including me in that one. Uh, the one <laughs> proto, at Huff Stapes, hooray, Stapes is back. Also, Huff likes bananas. I should just leave the show. What? I just quit the show. Who gives a fuck? Scott, gives okay, a fuck. by the way, Don't I'm glad joke. that you guys reminded me. Uh, mm. I'm glad that you guys reminded me. About bananas? No, there was something that I wanted to say very comp- as a listener. Complimentary. Hold on. That I thought last week's show with Asterios was absolutely hysterical. I embarrassed myself. I was listening to the show in the parking garage of my gym, and my 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 boisterous laughter could be heard on all four levels. And not not this time because I was maniacally staring at some girl getting changed in her car, but because the show was making me laugh that hard. I thought it was an awesome show, guys. Feel free to jump in at any point. Yeah. Well, thank you. Oh, this is a compliment. Very nice. I was waiting for the compliment (laughs) to end. I thought it was never going to end. Well, you guys were like busy doing other stuff, it looked like. No. no. I was, Mm -mm. sorry. Yeah. Mm -mm. That was great. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. So. Rapsy says, at Jackie Bray, at Toad Up Network, two prima donnas and one hot chick. I likes it. Hmm. Yeah. Prima donnas, I guess. Okay. Uh, I'm more post Madonna. At (laughs) this, uh, I shouldn't have asked for people to tweet because now they're just sending people more shit. At Two Jack Show is creeping me out. The show is interesting. Story Bring on the out. funny. All right, whatever. Hmm. Going to get into the news here shortly. Give us a call, 888-520-4374, uh, here on the Toad Hop Network and Extreme Talk, XM165. We just got presents. Oh That's the gosh, real news. Yeah. Gene is outside right now. Oh, I am so very awesome. uncomfortable accepting presents from... That was obvious. By the way, you snatched it out of her hands and ran <laughs> in here. So did I. I'm excited. She didn't really want to be talked about, which makes me feel like kind of a dick for talking about it, but at the same well, time... Well, Scott, if we're, if we're going to do her the favor of taking her presence from her, she's going to yeah. have to do something for us and be this? part of the show. <laughs> Check this out. I'm I got so I think it's brand like, new vans. I think I kind of want whatever these are. Shut up, I Yeah, I actually vans. really... When, when has a fan of the show ever shown up with something that you weren't immediately going to light on fire? Oh my god, they this really are awesome. vans. Yeah. Scott. Jackie, Scott, you're very close to your microphone with your opening there. You're like Christmas fucking morning. <laughs> I get really excited about presents. Thanks, Gene. For what this else sound? is there? There's so many goodies. Gene thinks I might have to exchange, or she said we both might have to exchange these. No, no, of Scott, size. we don't. We just have to switch, Scott. Why? What size are yours? Ten. And these are eleven. Yeah. I think I'm more like a ten and a half. 
So we may have I'm to more split like the a difference. 12. I think mine are gonna Can we smash them together and get the average? Yeah, just take what we want. I'm just probably a tw- yeah. What did you say you are? I'm a ten and a half. Yeah, I'm probably a twelve then. Okay, well these are only an eleven. Oh. Unless you're a woman. Right. Maybe I guess. Maybe. Maybe I. All right. Maybe. Gene I, handed me the eleven and you the ten. Gene thinks I got a big duck. Yeah. No. A big duck. Gene's like you must have a size seventeen. Gene, I'm the one with the big duck. Well, let's take a look at these vans. They are oh off God. the wall. Hold on a second. Let's have a look. I'll Very stop nice. Because I'm so loud. Look at that. Boy, that's, that's really. That's so nice. awesome. <laughs> it's their, it's their <laughs> paper ball model. My favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Doesn't it, it does feel like Christmas morning though? Remotely funny. <laughs> I do really like these podcast shoes. listeners. I think it looks funny. Hey, radio <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I think. Oh my God! My there's he, there's Hello Kitty in. chocolates. There's like alcohol oh, shit, in there there's too. There's more stuff in here. Oh no, let's chocolates. Those, are, those are lollipops. Oh, Hello Kitty lollipops. That's oh awesome. my God! This I'm is so excited. look. This Whoa, is. What is this? Why did she give you a box of condoms? Korean mulberry wine. Shit, there is alcohol in here. Told you. Crazy. Scott. Well, Gene, thank you so much. What's and up? Also, I know that's so nice of Gene she gave, to do that. She gave him the the magnums. There's no magnums in here. She only gave me regular ones. Well. She thinks I got a huge duck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gene. Get um, some truth with Gene. I think... Boy. That thing I just did that seemed funny at the moment you. is going to be the most annoying thing ever on the radio. We might get <laughs> kicked off of any real radio station with that noise. Oh, okay. Damn it. Cool. Were oh, we, are cool. we on any real radio stations, by the way? Oh, Gene left a... I was like, Gene left a receipt in here. Gift receipt. No, Gene <gasps> thought of everything, oh, obviously. Oh, so brilliant. That is really, really nice. She Thank probably you, Gene. Inc- She probably included replacement laces. That's so cool. What the fuck have the rest of you ever done for us? Yeah, huh? seriously. Scott, lots of people have been very generous to us over the years, sending us things, T-shirts, CDs. I've got nothing. Things that they want us to plug for them. I mean, it's pretty nice of them. <laughs> it is. It's pretty nice of them to hit us up in the halls of the Toad Hop Network. Well, Speaking Jean of... is the nicest. Yeah, she's okay. the best. She's Thank the nicest. I think, I think from now on I'm going to adopt a give a donation in my name policy. Oh, you don't like do- in lieu of flowers send. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I don't, I don't feel right taking gifts. It doesn't feel right. Why? I don't know. I feel like they're they're they're. This is just one of the things he does. What? You know, this is oh. one of the fucking things that he does. Oh, what what you, no, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right for me to take gifts from people. It's just the oh, wrong gosh. thing to do. And then and then somehow I don't know what Gene's financial situation is. I don't know that oh, Gene God. can afford. It's so feel, fucking it irrelevant. Bad. So what, maybe it makes her feel good to give you a gift because of the three that. hours of entertainment you give her. But, but then this saying, is one of those things. Somehow a bunch of people listening to the show right now are like, "Yeah, that makes sense, Dave. Totally, <laughs> definitely shouldn't accept gifts. Why no. does Huff accept gifts? And then it becomes like something, <laughs> some fucking. It's amazing. It's like really. We don't have a anymore. My head well, hurts. what are you going to do? If that's what I'm saying. Now I like, can still. No, that's why I think yeah. I'm going to do the just donation in my name somewhere. The human fund. Donation in my name. Just really. <sighs> I'm just just take the fucking vans. And stop. The thing is, I think they're really awesome, and I do want them. Yeah, me so, too. As soon as the mics are rolling or not rolling, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go put them in my car. All right, let's get to the news with Jackie <laughs> Bray. All right. It's Tuesday, Newsday, the only day that matters for news. And now, Up in Stapes, News with Jackie Bray. Jackie Bray. Yeah. Man, by the way, I don't think I made a big enough deal about how nice it was for her it to do It is so, yeah, you yeah. didn't. That was awesome. Don't make very, it feel Very, very nice. 
We I'm already not, did that, though. You know that, right? While you were saying that you no. didn't want to accept the gift, we were making a big deal no, out of how no, nice no. it was. Gene, no, you Gene can't go back. You can't no, fight. I know for a fact that Gene understands me. I don't think I made a big enough deal about it the first time that I did it. I think there five are, minutes should ago, be a bigger deal made nice. about it. Can yeah. you play, can, uh, Nick, can you please play the Gene thank you for the birthday gift bumper <laughs> that we had made? Nick? Yeah, Nick, you don't have it? Nick, what the fuck? I dedicated living on an incantation. To Gene. <laughs> That's right. came back in. You've been encanted. Heard it. All right, Jackie, what's in the news? Okay, trial set to see if drug can prevent Alzheimer's. Researchers are preparing to test an experimental drug in people genetically primed to develop Alzheimer's disease. I wish clinical trials were like jury trials. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hate this drug. No, it's like 12 angry men. They all argue with yeah. boner pills. There shouldn't be boner pills. Eight to four, <laughs> hung jury. Hung jury for the boner pills. Could have a, could have a big African American bailiff <laughs> who would crack wise every once in a while. Yeah, I want. Full... That don't seem like a good drug to me, Your Honor. <laughs> and I would like to see how they like they would like parse out the way they do. You know, they have to do like jury interviews and stuff. Do you like boners for the Viagra trial? Mm-hmm. Yep, I love boners. You're All out. Right, you're gone. You're done. Yep. <laughs> Everyone would still try to get off that jury duty somehow. They'd be like, if you just say you don't like Mexicans, they let you off the jury. Only Roman Catholics get to be on the on the jury. <laughs> they only believe in sex to make a baby, and that's it. Yep. Can we do that? Can we have? Can we suggest that to them? Clinical trials. You don't test them on monkeys. Jury trial. We know nothing about this drug. We know nothing about it at all. But we're going to judge it anyway. Can you imagine? <laughs> the Twelve of us. If there were a real trial, you know who'd win? Who'd really win? The lawyers. The lawyers. They that's always who. do. They always do. Yeah. The best scenario hope is that the drug will lead to a way of preventing the progressive brain-wasting disease and to a better understanding of its destructive process. This freaks me Hold out, on. by the way. Jackie, yeah. can you read the one out of the news document and not the link? I guess I can. Why did you, you put in some funny shit? No, I yeah, just, you, I made change? it so much shorter. It's like a... I wasn't going to read the whole thing. There are some key parts that we need you to read. Okay. I just want to say something. Nothing freaks me out more than losing my mind. This is something I said. When I I read this story, I start to freak out a little bit. I'm probably doing irreparable damage to my brain that will eventually make me go crazy. But the idea... Alzheimer's has actually caused, number one factor, fear of Alzheimer's. (laughs) See? Yeah. And probably alcohol. Your chances go up 70, 80%. Yeah, I don't. I this freaks me out. Like this is really something. I mean, honestly, we're gonna joke about the story and whatever, but this freaks me out and does need to be stopped. And I hope this pill works. I hope that the twelve men on this jury approve whatever this Alzheimer's drug is because it you needs think to you be gotta, stopped. You gotta because it's something that might affect you. It could affect anyone, right? Yeah, but of specifically you. You care more um, about Alzheimer's than you do maybe about AIDS because there's not much of a chance you're gonna get AIDS. So you'd rather the if I get AIDS, Alexander's got a lot of answering to do. Oh, yeah, she should be her, though, the answer to this, probably, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Alexander yeah. gives me AIDS, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, the study volunteers will include some Americans, as well as 300 members of an extended Colombian family, some only 30 years old, thought to have more relatives with Alzheimer's than any family in the world. The Wait, New what? York yeah, can you imagine? It's just like an Alzheimer's-prone family. Yeah, well, it's genetic. And they're Colombian, though. Like, remember we, we, that story we did a couple months ago about how they were, like, injecting gonorrhea in South Americans? Like, why is it they're testing this drug? There'll be some Americans, but it's mostly going to be these 300 Colombians. right. Family. <laughs> a, a, a family. <laughs> Unless it's a cartel. This already it's seems the, fucking shady it's, and horrible. <laughs> it's the, the, uh, the abuelo and abuelita of every cartel operative uh, the in the entire does. country. Can you imagine that though? Like, there's a family like prone to Alzheimer's, like a, the the Latino like Telemundo sitcom of the family that just forgets everything. Like every <laughs> scene is just them forgetting each other's names, 
walking in the walls, tripping. The Blanco family, their brains, whitewashed. Completely. Toto Blanco. <laughs> Toto, totos Blancos. <laughs> totos Blancos. Trescientos. Members of an extended Colombian family. This is so fucking shady. <laughs> How did they publish this in the regular news today? I don't Americans and Colombians in this clinical trial. What? No, no, no. No. This can't be true. I don't know. Well, the trial is designed to test the widely held theory that Alzheimer's is caused by a buildup in the brain of a protein called beta amyloid. And so they're trying to attack that buildup. With this new Jackie, drug. what's the no. new drug called? Yeah, Jackie, you skipped that part of the, the story. You Jackie. can't skip that part of the story. Uh, realize you, I, you realize you're skipping the funniest part of the story. I don't, I don't but Scott, I don't want to say it. It's not. Yeah, no one cares that you can't read it. No one can read it. That's the point. The name of this experimental uh, drug is Crinizumab. Scott, it's pronounced drug. Drug. What I said. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Drug. Crinizumab. Like, yeah. Crinizumab. Crinizumab. Yeah. An Alzheimer's pill should be called "Take this pill." <laughs> so that the person who has to take it, who can't fucking remember shit, knows how to get that Stop. pill. They gave like, it Crinizumab. That's like what Alzheimer's patients call Advil when they need it. They're like, can you pass me the Crinizumab? And they just freak right. out and fucking lose their mind. That's why I think it's genius marketing. Crinizumab? Because when the guy is like mumbling in the doctor's office <laughs> and they're like, sir, which kind of medication would you like? And he goes, Crinizumab. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God. Oh, of course you have Alzheimer's. All right. It's like absolute genius marketing. I cannot believe this. It's like they really do. You know, those are like the old Seinfeld bit about rhino rhinoplasty. <laughs> Rhino. When they're working on your nose for a nose job, it's like Crinizumab. They're just fucking with people at that point. They're just fucking with 300 Colombians by using that name. That's that's like well, that's honestly like they took that name and it was actually Bemuz Bemuzenerk. If was originally <laughs> the name of the drug, and then someone just said it the other like read it backwards, an Alzheimer's patient like no, no, you know it's better. Crinizumab. Crinizumab is better. <laughs> Bemuzenerk. It's like if they if they were like um, a movie. And they had to get some like special thing, and they called it Crinizumab. I'd be like, "This is the fucking stupidest movie ever." But this is not so stupid to be in a movie. This is real life. Yeah, this is a real potential life-saving, life-extending drug. And what glorious name is bestowed upon it? The savior of society, Crinizumab. Crinizumab. <laughs> All hail Crinizumab. Our, our anti-Alzheimer overlord. Crinizumab. Crinizumab. Scott. Happy Crinizumab. I've got your Crinizumab. <laughs> I love the idea that the I know you would... will place it in your home amongst your other Crinizumabs. You think when they cure when they cure Alzheimer's, Crinizumab will just be renamed something else? Yeah. Like once it actually works, they'll have to name it. No, but they'll have to name it like Hope for Humanity. It'll be something like that. <laughs> right. Some science fiction-y name. When Dr. Crinizumab invented Hope for Humanity. Take this pill. Take it again tomorrow. Each day, the pill's name's something different. Take, take it Monday. Scott, why did you just capitalize Crinizumab in the story? In the <laughs> no, outline? I just felt like it. <laughs> so we know it's a drug. So name. weird. Maybe it's lowercase too, just to be confusing. It doesn't even use proper grammar. <laughs> Crinizumab. All right, what else we got, Jackie? Okay, well, a 70 year old virgin says she's finally ready for love. <laughs> Sorry. Saw the picture. Yeah, it's gross, huh? <laughs> 70's not that old these days, Joe. 70's not See that the old. See the picture of this woman? And she, she I mean, look I've seen 50-year-olds that look rougher than her. Yeah. Well, one real-life woman has managed to stay a virgin up to her 70th birthday. But if that's as good as you look for being a virgin, like, why bother? You'd think she'd look a lot better. Yeah, she... <laughs> you know what I mean? But She's not, know. but she hasn't been she hasn't ridden been hard and put away much. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean... She has, 
Probably maybe hasn't she, had a kid. Maybe she just like sucks mad cocks though. Like you don't. I mean, she's a virgin. That doesn't mean. Maybe. Like, there was a girl in my high school that thought that getting it up the ass, which she did at a house yeah. party that we were at, no, meant that, she wasn't a virgin. Well, that anymore. is cool. And oh, there was God. a girl at my high school who would be like, well, well, well my boyfriend fucks me in the ass, so I'm still a virgin. I can't get pregnant. I just never got that. And we were like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> buddy, I get it. Eyes, you're not. You kind of are. Those girlfriends were obviously fucking awesome. That's all there is to it. You think guys who have never really probably gotten that much vagina in their life or just like immediately want to go up their stink slide? Like, you think that's what they really want to do is start I think in the that butt? I would have stuck my fucking penis in just about anything that was available to me at that age. So a b-hole so, would be fine? Yeah. Ugh. But it's was fine. It? It's not like you wouldn't rather test out a vagina first. Oh, yeah. Because like, it might be disappointing after you've gone up a butt. I don't know. I've never done anal. You've never ne- done anal? Never done anal. When have I not done anal? That's the question. Certainly not in the last 29 days. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's a good read. Mm-hmm. Well. Um, <laughs> seriously, I'm asking a question here. Yeah. That's, that's not like you, you wouldn't want that in high school. I wouldn't want that. I would no, want to start I would have wanted anything. I wanted a girl to hold my hand. But you're saying it's awesome. She's like, you can also stick it in my ass. I'd have been like, are you fucking serious? Okay. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But Maybe you're laughing because he relates. <laughs> I miss, uh, you're missing uh. the point. Yes, but I, but Scott, I didn't get vagina in high school, and if I got ass and still not vagina, like I'm still up an ass. Right, no, I, yeah. All right, Joe, you're not getting it. You're not getting what I'm saying to you. Yes, you'd still be up an ass. Okay. But you're saying it's like they'd be like, this, these girlfriends are awesome in high school. They're not any more awesome than the girlfriends who were just giving up vaginas. Because no, not more awesome. Right, no. exactly. But that's all I'm saying. And probably not even equal to. Don't get it out there to the impressionable minds that listen to the show that it's just every guy wants to immediately go up the butt. They don't necessarily want to do that. They probably want to start like oh. with just regular sex. And this reminds me. Normal. One other bone to pick. Scott pretending like he had a, he was a nerd at prom. Oh, I was a nerd at prom. What are you talking about? The nerve of this guy. I got, I was the not nerve in, of this guy. I was not invited my senior year, and then my junior prom was the story that I told about the girl asking me to go so that she could. No, I wasn't invited to senior well, prom at all. Aren't you supposed to ask? I called a girl. Okay, so I'm so sorry they got you got used as an unwitting pawn to make another guy jealous. She's picked out a, like a guy that she probably would have fucked. No. Yes, mm-hmm. no. she wouldn't pick a loser. She would only pick someone that actually make her boyfriend jealous. If she picked me, her boyfriend would laugh. In fact, that happened to me. A girl did the exact same thing to me, except her boyfriend fucking laughed. If you want to get in your nerdier prom stories, triple eight five two zero four three seven four. Joe's back. He's gonna outdo me with nerdier prom stories. Sorry, I didn't even get invited to my senior prom because the girl I was supposed to go with, I called her best friend like a fat cow. Mm. Sounds like a thing of nerds. Sounds like something nerds do. Well, she called me a loser. Yeah. So I called her a fat cow, and then no one wanted to hang out with me for like That's the last awesome. three months of senior year of high school. I really admire you going there. And I didn't. What calling her a fat cow? Yeah. I actually didn't even say fat cow. This is what I said. She said, oh. you're a loser. And I go, oh, really? I'm a loser? I go, you're fat. <laughs> That's worse than fat That's really cow. good. Yeah. I just go, you're fat. And then no one talked to me for the last three months. Of, well, not no one. <laughs> none of this girl group. You probably and gave my... her an eating disorder. No. Mm-mm. Oh, she's no got fatter. Such luck. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, well, I was a nerd at prom. Okay, can we point. get back to yes. Shaw? Fine. Um, she is saying, now's the time. I'm ready to take the plunge for the right bloke. My standards are still very high, though. Did she really say take the plunge? (laughs) She said take the plunge. Do you think that's what they called it, like, back in the 60s? (laughs) Taking the plunge. Taking the plunge. But it wasn't, like, they don't mean it the verb. They mean it, like, taking the plunger, but just shortening Mm -hmm. shortening it to plunge. (laughs) Taking a few plunges. Like a hunge. Yes, Jackie? scares me. Oh. You were giving me scared eyes. I'm scared now. 
Okay. Um, she's hoping to bag a tall, dark, and handsome millionaire. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Seven, Art, well, I guess you know if she all. waits 70 years. Okay, fine. Tall, dark, and handsome millionaire that looks for virgins. I don't know. I've seen the movie Taken. <laughs> she's got a shot. <laughs> she said she doesn't believe in sex before marriage and has been too busy with her career as a cabaret dancer to settle down. She's probably dan- dancing cabaret right up there till 70. I love that just, like, she's re- she's finally ready for love. Like she's she's put love completely on hold. For it's not no. she's finally ready. It's just, yeah, she's not ready for sex. She's I'm ready to love now. Do you think this woman is uh, a seventy year old virgin or just someone who's like really sticking to her story? Oh, I think no, she's really sticking to her story. story. There's no fucking right? she's a virgin. There's no. just some sort a of cabaret like, dancer. She weird. was like a nun, right? And she's like, oh, I'm leaving the country. Yeah. She's a born again virgin. This yeah, is it a says horse in the article that she used to hang out with like Tom Jones and fucking all these like nefarious. It's not unusual to get fucked by everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, he did do that. Unnecessary improvisational band again, right and, there. It strikes again. Yeah. I also don't like that probably so many school abstinence programs are like getting greenlit as we speak because they read this story. This oh abstinence programs work. Look at this. Look at this lady. She never got married. She's still She's a virgin. That's a what promise they taught me in for high school. Years. They didn't teach us about safe sex. It was just abstinence is the only way to be. And you went to Catholic that school. That is the right? safest. Yeah. That is the safest sex. Oh, that's pretty lame. The safest sex is no sex. Maybe they didn't teach us anything else though about like condoms or anything. Oh really? They're just like you just don't do yeah. it. The Lord says. Uh, <laughs> you go to married. hell. Yeah. Oh, horrible. By the way, also, um, in the Bible, it says that it's better to uh, have sex with a prostitute than to spill your seed on the earth. So so it's better to fuck a prostitute than to jerk off. Yeah, better. it's like better to end up in the belly of a whore oh. than to, to touch the and earth. And you should make a baby with the whore, too, if you're going to have sex with her, because it's not yes. good to use birth control either. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That all, that all checks Speaking out. Speaking of all that Catholic yeah. shit, uh, I got to tell you, this photo of the woman when she's younger... Mm-hmm. Looks exactly like my mother. Oh God! Exactly like my mother. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, that's it's really so weird. What if it is your mom? And slightly mm-hmm. arousing. Oh God! Just a little. Jackie. Oh. No. Jackie. I was just asking. No, I was asking yeah. that as a question. Mm-hmm. No. Right. Mm-hmm. No. No, that looks a lot. That looks exactly like my mom. That's so weird. So fucking weird. What about the picture under that, where she's dressed as Tina Turner? Well, my mom's not that age yet, and but I don't think so. Just that one. I gotta. It won't matter to anyone except okay. you guys. But I gotta sh- show you guys a picture of my mom. <laughs> you gotta show I you. Guys. Well, we'll look forward know. to that, Greg. Yeah. Okay. Seventy-year-old <laughs> <laughs> virgin said she's finally ready for love. Now, every once in a while, there comes along a new story that is replete with comedic chestnuts. And when such a story comes along, it is Scott and Mines. And I didn't like how you included the other people in that. As a listener. As a listener. Oh. As a listener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Job to pick it completely bare of these chestnuts. And in doing so, we must have our new story round Robin Jokoff. Uh, let's see. 70-year-old virgin says she's finally ready for love. Yeah, Joe, she wants us to sign the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Because she's been alive since 1776. Oh, since 1776. Uh-huh. Well, probably a few years before that, even, since she would have had a... You know, when if she was, like, just born in 1776, she couldn't have you sign. Right. Yeah. Let's not break this down. Let's not, let's not <laughs> overthink it. Can you give me the setup, Scott? Uh, yes, yeah, 70-year-old virgin says she's finally ready for love. Her squirt tastes overwhelmingly of Werther's Originals. Oh, God. Do you have to go there? Dear, lo- dear Lord, 70-year-old virgin says she's finally ready for love. Uh, Vivid has offered to make a porno. They'll be shooting it in black and white. 
Seventy-year-old virgin says <laughs> the artist. Seventy-year-old takes her virginity. Seventy-year-old virgin <laughs> says she's finally ready for love. This virgin's so old, even the Kraken wouldn't want her. Seventy-year-old <laughs> virgin says she's finally ready for love. Her hymen's been around since guys were named Hymen. <laughs> wow, that's good. Last time you met a Jaime. Seventy-year-old virgin says she's finally ready for love. At seventy, you don't lose your virginity. You forget where you put it. <laughs> Get some Kermizumab. <laughs> you need Kermizumab. Kermizumab <laughs> and Viagra. <laughs> we had some great submissions. I'm going to read some. I got one more. I got one more. Uh, oh, you got one more. Okay. Yeah. Seven-year-old virgin says she's finally ready for love. She says she wants to use it to that young actor, Robert Redford. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Seven-year-old virgin says she's finally ready for love. The only pill I'm taking for this one is Claritin since I'm allergic to dust. Oh, yes. <laughs> That one's from NJ Cause on Twitter. I could not. I couldn't come up with a. I wanted to do one about the the squirt being dust somehow, and I couldn't get there, so I just went the easy route with the with the Werthers. Yeah. Um, Will Gilman, also a comedian, uh, he called in and played the game. Actually, he was fucking brilliant. Yeah, I heard about the uh, foreign movie. Was it no? Serve up your hair salon. He was great. No, no, it was a foreign movie title. He was great. He was very funny. Yeah, seventy year old virgin says she's finally ready for love. At last, I can finally bite into that prune tang. Yes. Pretty damn good. All right, let's see. Uh, Got some other submissions here. Hold on, I got to get back to them. Seven-year-old virgin says she's finally ready for love. Um, Joey Stapes, time to mark it off your bucket list. All right. Reference to you in that one. It's called a fuck it list, by the way. F u c k e t. It's the same as a bucket list, only with things you want to stick your dick in. Because that's what we do. Can I do a topical one? Yeah. Sorry. Seven-year-old virgin says she's ready for love. The good news is in four years, time won't need a chair to show her breastfeeding. Because of the time cover of the woman getting her boobs. It's very topical. You would have had to have been in the United States oh. in the last 29 days. And I wasn't, yeah. And you weren't, so you don't. And it's fine. Uh, vamp for a second. By the way, I go to Facebook. Are, there any, are there any about <laughs> Chelsea playing in the, cha- in the Champions League? <laughs> Did you, you see any of the Champions League? I don't know. Over there? I think so. I think I... I think I watched. Did you happened upon the Champions League. I watched League? the uh, the English Cup, FA Cup, and the Champions League, and also the. Um... All right, here we go. Seven year old virgin <laughs> says she's ready for love. Her hips, however, are not. Okay, it's good. Seven year old virgin says she's finally ready for love. Pop her cherry, more like pop her raisin. Yes. Ch- Did yes. cherries turn into raisins? Because nope. I almost no. went there. They don't. Nope. But still... he he bri- he bridges the comedy gap there. Seventy-year-old virgin says she's finally ready for love. She's still working up the courage for another huge step, upgrading from records to cassette tapes. Okay, that was a, that was like an old-timey Stapes one. Yeah, there's like, set up. There's like ten yeah. extra words in there that mm-hmm. don't don't really have to be there. But good though, good joke. Seventy-year-old virgin says she's finally ready for love. Statistics show that the average age of first-time sex for women named Pam remains unchanged. <laughs> <laughs> and finally. Seventy-year-old virgin says she's finally ready for love. Unfortunately, she's been saying that for fifty-four years now. <laughs> that was what we were trying to say. We were much more verbose about it. Good job, Tejas Krakotis. I'm sure I'm not saying that wrong. Krumizabab, whatever. Krumizabab. All right, triple eight five two zero four three seven four is our telephone number. Eight 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 five two zero Huff Show. We're gonna take a break. When we get back, it's glitches in the matrix. And Joe Stapleton. Joe Stapleton got tear gassed in a Berlin club. That sounds really mm-hmm. terrible. Find out how it he was. managed to do that. Was one of the, I was most scared I've ever been in my life. Getting pepper sprayed is different than getting tear gassed, guys. I hope that's not how we end that story, Joe. Hands to yourself, but oh, did he get pepper sprayed? He's making a face like, did I fuck up the punchline? Did Joe Stapleton get There's tear gassed a- or pepper sprayed in a Berlin club? Find out when we get back.
on the Hub and Saves Radio Show. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. What's up, Toad Heads? It's Frank Kramer, Heidi Hamilton. Hey, everybody. From the Heidi and Frank Show. Reminding you that if you have satellite radio, you can check us out every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Time on Extreme Talk Channel 165. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern? Uh, on the East Coast, yeah, on Extreme Talk XM 165. And if you don't have satellite radio, well, you're on the Toad Hop Network, so why not check out the Heidi and Frank Show? The backbone of the whole thing. 10 a.m. to noon every single week. The premium package. But you can listen for free every day, 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. Check us out, HeidiandFrank.com. Hey, everyone. It's the Sports Guru. And the Bud Knocker. Join us Wednesday, May 30th for the first ever Sportscast Comedy Night right here at the John Lewis Podcast Theater. Doors open at 3 p.m., so get here early. Come watch the Sportscast on the big screen from 4 to 6 p.m., followed by a live comedy show from 6.30 to with some of the best in the business. Comedians Jeff Dye, Josh Filipowski, and Brian Moot will have you rolling with laughs all night long. $3 valet, $3 beers all night long. So come join us May 30th, 3 to 10 p.m., John Lovett's Comedy Club for a night of laughs, partying, drinking, and who knows what else. Hey, it's Heidi and Frank for scorebig.com. There's been two ways to get tickets up until now. You can go to the venue or team site and buy your tickets directly. Or you could go to the big ticket sellers, the scalpers, if the tickets for the really big events are sold out. And you can pay way, way over face value. Who wants to do that? Who would do that? Nobody! That's stupid. You don't have to do that anymore. Thanks to scorebig.com, a great website where you always pay less than retail. And you never, ever, ever pay any ticketing fees at scorebig.com. And you can save up to 60% on tickets. Every ticket on the Scorebig website is below retail price. Guaranteed. Great events. Lakers, Clippers, Kings, USC, UCLA, Basketball, Disney Hall, Kevin Theater. Mention specific teams in a list. Well, you did. <laughs> and uh, I think that's uh, perfect the way you did Those that. were teams in Southern California, but Scorebig.com is everywhere. everywhere. I just had a, I got a Global. Tweet. I got a tweet from a guy saying he's got his Giants tickets and he saved 30%. Awesome. Thanks, Scorebig.com. And that's what we're talking about. Uh, not just nosebleed seats, everything from the floor to the rafters. And again, no service or shipping fees ever. Your offer at Scorebig.com is what you pay. Always listen to retail, never any fees, scorebig.com. Then type in Heidi and Frank to get uh, the, the passcode. Skip the line. Yeah. Start shopping right away. V- get your tickets today. VIP treatment. Don't here. wait. <laughs> type in Heidi and Frank. Do it right now. What are you still sitting here for? S-C-O-R-E-B-I-G.com. Proof why I was never a cheerleader. I can't spell. There's more proof than that. I can't begin to knowing, but then I know it's growing strong. Wasn't the spring, and spring became the summer. Who'd have believed you'd come along? Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you
one seems so lonely We fill it up with only two And when I hurt Burden runs off my shoulders How can I hurt when holding you? Warmth Touching warmth Reaching forward Placing my hand on your hand Precious Stephanie That they are unlikely to be good like that. Yeah, Neil Diamond with Precious Stephanie. Precious Stephanie. Unnecessary improvisational band. Kind of going in their own direction on that one. We'll have to do some more rehearsing. (laughs) (laughs) This band is on different. (laughs) Thank you. I think a couple more tries at that, even without knowing oh, what we're going to yeah. say, we could do it. Mm, definitely I, say I, feel, I feel really enthusiastic right now with Jean behind me. Well, yeah, Jean is, is yeah, on fire. Like, I great. want her here every week. Yeah, no, it fires you up. Although, this guy on Twitter just said, why the long faces tonight at Huff Stapes? Well, two things. Number one, I, I don't think we've had long faces while the show's been going on. I don't think so. I think maybe when the, the cameras are off. Um, well, I have a sunburn, so I'm yeah, kind of sad. Sunburn. Some of us, more than others, have had heart-crushing and soul-destroying news in the past, like, two weeks that will become evident to you all yeah. in the next uh, two to good three weeks Good read, so. whoever said yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's fine. It's good. Who, who said that? No one that? died. No one died. Uh, Laugh m- to keep from crying. Meet underscore John no, Doe said, so, why the long faces if so, tonight? If someone, if someone died, we'd be making a bit out of it. Yeah. This is worse. Mm-hmm. That is true. This is worse than someone dying. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, triple eight five two zero four three seven four. That's not much of a tease. <gasps> oh, we're gonna break. We're gonna fucking break hearts. Oh man, so brutal. What does it mean? What does it all mean? Why would you do I something can't like talk this? What about kind of it Karen is pissed. What kind of sadistic, fucked up motherfuckers would say something can like we say this it on next a week? show? I don't know if it's gonna even be able to be said next week. Wow, Who knows? that is Ugh, a deep tease, bro. What a bunch of assholes. Let's talk about it in like three months. Mm, let's do that. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. The Hub and Saves Radio Show on the Toad Hop Network, Extreme Talk XM one sixty five. Having a blast tonight. Our faces are not long at all. We are having. So much fun. I'm feeling like I have a good buzz going. I'm having a good time. Having <laughs> yeah. a good time. Exactly. Having a good time. We're having, we're ha- ha- I'm having fun. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. I swear, I'm having fun. We're having fun, right? Having, oh, so much fun. It's the best. It's, it's we're totally so emotionally invested in this show. By the way, if I could pay, if I could, if I could pay Nick a compliment, as long as I'm being nice to everyone and making sure we're all on good terms. Mm-hmm. Um. Nick, uh, I thought your couple of drops with the uh, MIDI Beatles track. Oh yeah, those were great. Last <laughs> were very funny. As a listener, he thinks this. As, as a listener, I kind of liked it playing it like whenever someone really bombed at something. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> so I played it all show. Yeah. No, just a few times. Ted in Utah says he's a first time caller. Would you like me to take Ted in Utah as a listener? Would Man. you like me to take Ted in Utah? No. No. Okay. No. Fine. Move I mean, on. is it is it guaranteed to be Ted in Utah? I don't think there's any shot. It's Ted in Utah. No, no, I, I think Ted in Utah, Utah just sounds made up. I think I if you live in Utah, you don't name your kid Ted because then it's the same Ted in Utah, and it sounds weird. <laughs> I had a lot of I had a lot of time to think about the prank callers mm. oh, while I was gone too. 
Yeah. And so you've changed your mind since what we talked about in the green room. You What's don't that? want to talk to Ted in Utah. No. Okay. It's, well, it's not that. It's weird. I need to have a question answered first. And I couldn't get this answered in the green room, and I'll put it out there for you guys. Mm-hmm. I the fact that I like want to give a talking to to the prank caller. Yep. And not in an angry way at all. Does that make me like now I'm old? Like now I'm the old man that like doesn't appreciate humor? No, because they're not funny. We've that's, all done that's prank what, calls but that's that what all, But that's what all the old men say. They're like, oh, these kids today. You're not old, though. Karen is swearing it's this person's first time. All right, well, now what's the bet? Karen, do you have to drive home tonight or no? Do you have to drive? You don't know. She's, she's she shrugging. I say Karen. <laughs> I say Karen has to do a shot of tequila um, if this is not Ted in Utah, but in fact the prank caller. And she's so convinced in yeah. there. And she let the fucking guy through but like nine times last week. What do we have to give her? If she's right. Nothing. She's the one who's in there saying, yeah, it's tearing you down. Okay, fine. <laughs> That's totally what sounds. You'll make a donation to whatever fund you were going to donate the vans to. Fine. I'll buy a panda. <laughs> Jackie will buy a panda. Okay. No, 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 Jackie, by the way, I'm not going to. Oh. Jackie, by the way, that's not a charity. That's like what rich people do. <laughs> no, you, 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 you buy That's being panda. Mike Tyson. All right. <laughs> Ted in Utah. Here we go. Moment of truth. Ted in Utah. Welcome to Hub and Stave. So love. Hey, guys. Hi, Ted. Hi. I am not a fake. Um, I actually called into your show just to talk to Karen, the call screener. <laughs> she is well, so th- hot. Well, that's why Karen knew for a fact <laughs> and that Ted I, was, a, was a different kind of creeper. This is, hang up, I will this is the first time I've ever seen your show. I love it. Oh, thanks, Ted. Thanks, Ted. And I happened to see it on Facebook, which was coming up on the new one. Um i got to give props to Nate in Long Beach because I was going to, like, try to punk your show, and he's like, dude, love the show. Because what I was going to do is say, dude, Heidi's looking good. <laughs> Frank, you're looking good. Frosty, you lost a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't do that. <laughs> well, well in, you a way, in a way, yeah, you, you backdoor it. I like that, Ted. So, no, I'm, I, I'm in Utah. I'm in Salt Lake City. How is Utah this time of year? What? How is Utah this time of year? It's our weather podcast. Um, <laughs> I want to know. Uh, it's around 70 degrees. That's God, beautiful. That would be no, such an awesome podcast. No, we no just call people around. Hey, how's the weather there? <laughs> <laughs> hey, some people want to no, know. No, this is the first time I've listened to your show, and I love it. Thank you, Thanks, Ted. Ted. We That's appreciate awesome, it. We appreciate the call. Good and luck with so, Karen. Who's okay. No, Karen, she is the one that made me talk to you because I'm like, no, I just, I just called talk to uh, you. You know, what? I'll pass that along. Karen, you're the one that made him talk yeah. to us. You know what, Ted? This is what I'm gonna Karen. do for you. I'm gonna put you. This is what we're gonna do. Ted, awesome call. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the show. I appreciated it. Uh, well, less. And um, I'm gonna put you on hold and put you back uh, on with Karen, <laughs> and you can actually continue to talk to her. Karen, I want a full wrap-up. Seriously, in the final segment, I want a full wrap-up of what you and Ted talk about. So, Ted, you're your going back on hold. Here. Thank you for the call, buddy. So, Ted is now on hold, I think. He's on hold. Who's going to take the show? Oh, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Sounds like it. Ted, you on hold? Yeah. I still don't know how to use the fucking phones. All right, I think he's on hold. Who's going to take the still, shot now? Still here, Scott. No one's taking the shot. Joe has to donate to a panda or something. I don't know. Yeah, that pa- a panda's going to get that shot. Uh, let's do okay. glitches in the Matrix. What do you say? <laughs> did, we put a, did we put a button on the the thing? No oh, one thing. That we were talking about before? What were we talking about before? The prank callers. Oh, no, we didn't. What do you want to do with it? You don't want to talk to the guy. We're not letting him through. I just, uh, I just like, 
I think he's, you don't make no. You it's you not. It, he's not funny. And the thing is, if you're really funny. good at prank calling, people don't know that you just got pranked. We have never once been pranked by him. We're like, oh shit, we just got had. Right. Then that would be funny, <laughs> no, and he could do it anytime he wants. But he has not one time ever not gotten caught immediately. And any time he's gotten on the show is because we've let him. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay. Glitches in the matrix. Fuck him. Fuck him. David Ontario. I'm just really. I'm really disappointed in whoever it is. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Yes. Don't be an asshole. It is. It's boring. Don't you get the game yet? You're a selfish guy. Pick one and save yourself. He sounds a lot different when he calls in, for <laughs> real. All right, Glitches in the Matrix show, what are they? Glitches in the Matrix are uh, major life's coincidences, or things where, like, the source, the story does not check out, things that don't quite add up in life, uh, but they're not quite supernatural. They're not things, so they're major coincidences, they're just weird things that happen, but they're not quite supernatural mm-hmm. um you know we'll use the you know the common what are some of the common examples scott uh you drop a grape on the floor while you're right. cooking or making yourself you know a bowl of fruit or whatever and yeah. then you just can't find you it and no it doesn't it, it doesn't come ever. back as a raisin right. at some point you don't find a dried up grape it just rolls right. next to something that it should never make it disappear it happens with gone. coins with keys that just boom yep. it's just a glitch in the matrix it just disappears gone. the universe actually rearranges itself and makes it so that thing just just disappears yep so that's the kind of stuff that we're talking about uh, I have a, if I can start off, Scott, I have like a, good, like a quintessential glitch, something like that, something where something just disappears into the matrix uh, where, where things don't quite add up, which is when uh, you're pouring yourself like a glass of juice, let's say, glass of orange juice, and you get right to the top of the glass of juice, right? And then you look, and there's like a couple drops left in the container, and you can't put it back like that. It's just a couple drops, so you think to yourself, I'm going to take this straight to the dome. Right, of course. And I'm going to drink it. But by the time... It gets to your dome. It's not two drops. It's like four glasses full. It's the whole gallon. You're just gulping and gulping. You're like, what's like fuck? a magic trick? I got it. I'm probably gonna die from this. I'm gonna drown. <laughs> and then at the last second, it stops. That's a glitch in the matrix. Number one cause of drowning, actually. That's right. Oh, it's yeah. It comes from uh, Fanta. Will kill you. Yep. If you try. No, that's a total. That is a total glitch. Yeah. It's almost like I mean, it's almost like you feel like you have some, and then you pour it out, and there's nothing there. Like the. Uh, Movement. <laughs> you think you have a little bit of milk yeah. left, and but it's, and it's just it does it in cereal too. Yeah, you're like there's not much left, and then all of a sudden it's, it knocks it knocks some of the cereal out of the bowl. That's total, how much milk God. there was left. Total glitch. Yeah, total glitch. It'll happen with a beer too. You'll think you'll just have a little bit left, and then you go to like like chug whatever's left, a tiny bit at the bottom, and just dumps all down the side of your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's terrible. Little extra fill. Little God's refill. We call it here on the show. <laughs> <You> <laughs> never <laughs> called it that before. We're calling right. it now God's guess, refill. The Lord's refill. Yep. That's uh, that's the kind of changes we're going to be making in the future. <laughs> There's no such thing as a matrix, but there is a there is one and only true God. God's refill. God's refill. That I actually didn't have any God. this week. I got I had so many good ones the last time. You know the burping the burping up um, wonton soup, and then the guy f- following the guy in the elevator yeah. and he disappeared. Yes. I don't have any. I, I unfortunately don't have any glitches that have happened to me recently. I had a ridiculous one today. Today Love I was it. I was thinking about um the I was I saw Avengers, and there's this hot chick. That's in Avengers, and I was like, "Where do I recognize her from?" And she's in this movie. I'm, I'm pretty sure she was in uh, Broken Lizards' last movie, Slam and Salmon. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" Like her, the last thing she's in is Slam and Salmon. Then she's in a movie that made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it immediately made me think of that like weird comedian dude that's in Avatar. I haven't seen Avatar. He's like, uh, he was, in, he was in like, he was in like Grandma's Boy, JP, JP, whatever his name is, or whatever. He's like this big goofball who like went from like being in like movies like Grandma's Boy and then all of a sudden he's in Avatar and makes a billion dollars. I fucking turn around and the dude's standing right in front of me at the gym. <laughs> the actual dude. Wait, which guy is he? Like, what does he look like? 
He's tall. He's, the dude from the Matrix. he's tall, dopey looking. From the Keanu Reeves. No, in Grandma's Boy, he's yep, the one. Keanu that Reeves, that guy you've never heard of, who's Boy, now this in is movies. Only, Holy shit! Only with, when there's a girl involved in the conversation yeah. can it just be like blah blah blah, and because everyone's shouting Brad out clues, because everyone else shouting shouting out it's different totally clues. How I say it. It's totally how I talk. From Grandma's Boy, he's the game designer who wears the leather jacket and the sunglasses and talks like a robot. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Oh, that Keanu Reeves. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> Scott. Finally, thank you. Thank you, God. We're talking about Keanu Reeves, right? Yeah, he was in the. Someone needs their Kermizamab over yeah. there. Oh, Kermizamab. Right, right. Get it today. <laughs> Write it down so you don't forget. Uh, yeah, so that dude was standing right in front of me right as I had that thought. That was pretty fucking weird. Hmm. I'll give it to you. Da-da. Give it to him. Yeah, no one. Give it to him. Yeah, no? I mean, I get it for my fucking self. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be fucking it saying Beautiful. it Beautiful. if it was even <laughs> up for contention. Beautiful. For Christ's sake. That was really good. Uh, should we do one from Tommy? Sure. Is that the one you wanted? I know you had some poll that you really, like, you specifically wanted, but I'll do uh, the one from Tommy. Hey, guys, long-time listener. Love the show. This happened to me a while ago, but I wanted to get back to you uh, when you did Glitches in the Matrix again. A friend of mine had texted me asking if I ever watched Key and Peele. I responded no and with a lame joke, also adding that you should listen to this really funny comedy radio show slash podcast I am into. You guys. A few days later, I download your latest show and I'm listening while at work. This is the episode where you do glitches in the Matrix and also make the announcement that Keegan and Jordan will be guests on your show the following week. I go back to my inbox to check when these messages were sent, and I received the first question about Key and Peel that Tuesday, a few minutes after 9 o'clock, just moments after your show had gone live on the air. And I had sent my response about an hour and a half later. While you're doing the latest glitches in the Matrix and making the announcement that those two would be on a very radio show, I just recommended my friend listen to. Just something that struck me as a little more than coincidental, and I just mentally gave myself the glitch sound drop. Keep up all the good work, Tommy. I think that Tommy can... It's a good thing Tommy gave himself the glitch sound drop. Because I, I don't think I'm going to give him the glitch sound drop. You're not doing any more show-related ones? Just, I don't like the show-related ones. I, I, I love that people listen to the show, but it's like our show is so heavily entrenched in the center of this whole Matrix thing that, of course, there's going to be a lot of ripples right. and variations within the Matrix surrounding us. And how are we ever going to get someone like Judd Apatow to listen to the show if we just keep it so insular where all of our glitches right. also have to do with shit that goes on inside exactly. the show? Thank Did you. you see that Judd Apatow tweeted about our show today? That's what I'm telling people. That's what oh, my really? Mom's, no, that's what my mom's probably telling people at the poker. <laughs> right Judd Apatow from the 70-year-old virgin. He was tweeting about my son's podcast. I will tell today. you what. We should give this guy credits. Do we have uh, the guy's name? Callum Campbell's the one who first Callum started Campbell. Shout, shouting out on him. Yeah. Uh, Good on you, sir, for having a great idea. Judd Apatow, I guess, tweeted that uh, he wanted to know what kind of what podcast he should listen yeah. to, and a couple of our fans, Callum being the first, yep. uh, decided to tell him about Huff and Stapes. And I kind of feel like maybe this is something we should ask people to do. Sure, why the hell not? We oh, don't that, really do gim- gimmicky stuff like this. It feels kind of lame asking for, it, but I think I would really he appreciate asked. it. Yeah, I think I would really appreciate it if you guys. Uh, would tweet at Judd Apatow. You know what, guys? Don't tweet at Judd Apatow. Make a donation. <laughs> a tweet to... is free, Scott. A tweet is Plant free. Plant a tree in Israel in Judd Apatow's I do not name. want you to expend money. Do not time steal from your work to do this. Just as a personal favor to me. Definitely time steal from when your did work. He, when did he tweet this? I'm trying to look. It's probably days ago now. We would have had a great career as the angel and the devil in every cartoon. <laughs> I really missed our true calling from the mid-80s, early 90s. Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, we should I, have a radio show. Them. What yeah. we do instead? Yeah. <laughs> He like we should, retweeted we that. everybody that. We should keep doing that. 
that tweeted to him about it. Oh, really? Well, not everybody, I guess. But some of them? Well, so so Callum J. Campbell and the real Corey both tweeted at him. And if you guys all did it, then maybe he would pay a little bit of attention and listen. I think we awesome. should title this one in iTunes, Judd Apatow, listen to this episode. Yeah, 70-year-old virgin, yep. Judd Apatow, listen to this episode, please. Just kidding, we're not ripping your movie off. Mm-mm. So, Callum uh, Campbell, thank you. Thanks, dude. That's Corey. awesome. So, if you guys want to do at J-U-D-D-A-P-A-T-O-W, Judd Apatow, um, let him know to download the show. If he's asking people for podcast recommendations, why the hell not? Uh, ben Wallace has a glitch. Good. G'day, Huff Stapes and the crew. My glitch happened at work. The building I work in has three elevators in it, all right next to each other. I pressed the button, and the elevator on the right arrived. As I stepped on, I thought to myself, it is rare the right elevator stops on our floor. I get to ground floor, step out, and immediately stopped as my head exploded. I had just stepped off the elevator on the far left. I have no explanation outside of it being a glitch. <laughs> yes. I love Ben from Sydney. You know, he's like a TV producer down there. Yes, Ben from Sydney. That's an awesome glitch. And he's That is... That is great. And what I, you know, what I want to give, give him another one. Double drop. Because he knows how to, just like the Matrix, knows how to tell a story. Great job. Uh, who else is on here? Hell of a glitch. Someone wants to do a Morlock. Let's save that for the final one because I have a good Morlock for the final segment. Um, at work, I listen to audiobooks and podcasts pretty much all day long. Never mind the clear difficulty of my uh, career. The matter at hand is my recent glitch. I burned a CD full of podcasts. We're not allowed to use the internet or iPods at work, so yes, I burned a CD. In one podcast, this guy was talking about how real life can be stranger than fiction. I contrast, uh, I contrast to this, he mentioned a Tom Cruise movie where frogs fall out of the sky. I immediately know the movie but can't think of the name. I know it's a P.T. Anderson. I recall the mantra of respect the cock, but all I can think of <laughs> is the movie is the name of a flower and it starts with the letter M. Knowing this will drive me crazy, I write the letter M on a piece of paper and go on with my day. The next podcast in line is Huffman Stapes. Lo and behold, you guys, I think possibly Asterio solved the mystery. You randomly robbed the movie Magnolia. At least he saved it to the end. I'm not giving it to him. I have one that doesn't. T- <laughs> this isn't one we got uh, last time we were doing this, but we didn't read it. Um, this is from Eric, who says, "While vacation in Hawaii <laughs> with my girlfriend, she mentions she's this ginger kid everywhere we go. She's seen him a few times and hadn't said anything till now, and points him out to me. I see him and think little of it. We are on an island after all." Flash forward, we were home from our trip a week or two later, and my girlfriend sits down to watch Hawaii Five-0 that she DVR'd. I don't really care for the show, blah, 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 blah. But who do we see but that same ginger kid she kept seeing on our trip? He was an extra on the show. Usually never watch that horrible show, and the one time I do, I see that ginger. Just felt it to be a glitch in the Matrix. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely a glitch. Today, while playing Max, uh, Max Payne 3, there was a cut scene, and during it, it said Tuesday, 5.30. Seconds later, I get a text, and the time I get this text is 5.30. Boom. Great show. Glad you're back, Steve. <laughs> That's pretty good, sure. Pretty it's, a little, it's a little mini glitch. No. I actually had one. <laughs> He's not getting it from Nick. Uh, Give him the thing, Nick. <laughs> at the office, no. the guy who... um, Boy. He's tough. He's a tough crowd over there. Boy. All right. No way. Greg, that got us on uh, this network from my office, the um, business affairs guy, attorney at the office that I work in every day. I was 100% sure. I looked over, saw him standing by the person's office who's directly behind my cubicle, saw him talking to the guy, whatever. I, for some reason, made note of it, turned my head, and as I turned my head, Greg walks through the front door of the office. I look back. He's not there anymore. There is literally no way <laughs> that he could have gone from there yeah. through the front door unless it was a glitch in the Matrix. He didn't, yeah. Or, what I was, yeah. he's a ghost. 
Or is it ghosts? Yeah, he tried to tell me some other guy They're was standing there. not supernatural, though. That's the thing. And maybe there are ghosts, but I think it's more but likely a glitch may, in the Matrix. He may, may not be a ghost. Do you think it was like a time warp in my own brain a little bit? Like, maybe I saw him there. That's it the imprinted thing is, in my yeah. head that I thought I was looking at him there, but I had seen him there earlier, and then he walked through the front door. You don't know where the glitch actually happens a lot of the time. It could happen in, you know, in your own brain where you you just, let's say, you just maybe went under for five minutes. Yeah, that's kind of the deal. That's, that's possible. It's possible that... Uh, Greg, that something was not working out with his timeline, and he just needed to jump forward and just teleport for a second to get to the next spot. Oh, that's awesome. Maybe it does. Um, maybe Greg was never even there, but it was just like a ghost image of Greg that had been left over from earlier programs, mm-hmm. earlier files. Well, he files. ran really fast, so like it looked like. He well, then that's like definitely it, not a glitch, but I don't think he ran that fast. Well, if he ran he really fast, like Agent Smith, fast. Then it's a glitch. Then in the it's Matrix. a glitch again, I guess. Norman Nesby Jr. Love this guy, <laughs> so I'm going to give him some love here. Let's see I whether he gets Norman. it or not. I was driving. Gentle fan. Yes, African American gentle fan. I was driving in my car and listening to Christopher Titus on Sirius. A truck cuts me off and hits the brakes hard as we approach the stop sign. As I'm screaming asshole and looking into his rear view to get a better, he was. I was looking into his rear view and screaming asshole. <laughs> <laughs> asshole. <laughs> asshole. Uh, <laughs> uh, to get a better look at him, so I scream the appropriate racial slur. I notice the name on his truck says Titus Contracting. Glitch or no? Keep up the good work and welcome back, Joe. I love Norman. Love Norman too. Does Cut off mean- by a truck. He's listening to Christopher Titus. Cut off by Titus Contracting. Nick likes it. Nick's like, yes, Titus. <laughs> I guess I have no, con- no, no control over the glitches <laughs> okay. anymore. Which kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of seems like a glitch in the Matrix to me. Maybe, uh, there you go. Maybe the programmer or whatever that guy's called has something to say about that. Big Ed, yeah. Brooklyn, <laughs> says, Hey guys, the other day I was on my computer looking at a baseball box score, sports, and my tweet deck popped up with a tweet from Kelly Oxford. Steven Tyler looks like a human dream catcher. At that exact moment, a video ad floated on the page out of nowhere. I didn't click any link of the Burger King commercial featuring one Steven Tyler, and I have to say, Kelly Oxford was being polite. Big Ed, Brooklyn, New York. I don't think we can give him this. Sorry. Someone talked about a wildly famous rock star and then an advertisement featuring a wildly famous rock star who's on a wildly famous singing competition program came up. That's not a fucking glitch, Eddie. I don't believe it. That's one of those situations where you need there to be a couple more pieces and then, like, you know, you walk into him at CVS. If you're listening to Dude Looks Like a Lady and a transvestite breaks into your apartment, that's a glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a little, little hidden glitch. If you're on AmericanIdol.com and an advertisement for Steven Tyler pops up while you're reading Kelly Oxford's tweets, that's not a glitch in the Matrix. Eddie Sassoon, I think you would have known this by now, Big Ed Jr. That's why it's going to work. Hmm. Not going to give it to you, buddy. Hmm. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know what people are tweeting at Judd Apatow right now. It says, I have tits. Check out this show. Whatever that means. All right. 888-520-4374. When we get back, Joe Stapleton got pepper sprayed slash, I've changed the story for you now. He got tear gassed in a club in Berlin. Yeah, don't don't minimize my experience. And I got my first set of groan laughs for what one might call an off-color joke at stand-up. We have some... Footage of that. If we, we might have time for that after my story. Might have time for that afterward. Joe will decide <laughs> as a listener whether we have time for it or not. A uh, quick break. When we get back, all that wrapping up the show on the Huff and Stapes radio program. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. 
Surprise your woman in the bedroom. Go to adamandeve.com and receive 50% off almost any item, a free gift, three free DVDs, and free shipping. So go to adamandeve.com now and enter Toad Hop. If you miss the Alda Benny hour... Hello, Carl, you're on. Hello. Hello. This is your mother. I'm watching. Again? Your mother? You can't call twice. Why can't I? I'm your mother. Don't say cunt. <laughs> no wonder you got there. There are children listening. Oh, really? No. I don't know if anybody's listening. I'll fucking smack you. I will hang up <laughs> on my own mother. Oh, you wouldn't do that to your darling mother. Anyway. Um, <laughs> ah, I felt good. The Al Benny Hour. Monday afternoons at 5 Pacific. On the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. At the Toad Hop Network, Tuesdays are now Tastier Tuesdays as we open our doors at 3 p.m. to you, our beloved viewer, so you can watch your favorite podcast live on the big screen right below where it's actually happening and enjoy $3 draft beers until 11 p.m. That's right, Tastier Tuesday at the John Lovitz Comedy Theater at Universal City Walk. There's no cover charge, $3 beers, $3 valet parking after 7 p.m. Tastier Tuesday with $3 beers. This and every Tuesday at the Toad Hop Network. Hi, my name is Miles L. Berman. I'm known as Top Gun DUI Defense Attorney. We know how to fight your case and we know how to win. Me and my team of attorneys concentrate in representing people arrested for DUI. Call 888-4-TOP-GUN. That's 888-4-TOP-GUN. Or visit our website at topgundui.com. Because friends don't let friends plead guilty.
Now you're just someone who used to hang around. Now you're just someone who used to hang around. That hipster anthem. Mm, mm, now you're just somebody that I used, used to, to hang around. Hang around. Yep. It's a tough one. It's a toughie for the unnecessary improvisation. I couldn't band. even help you. I think there, I still don't know half the words, but hold on. Let's keep her on. Let's see what, she, what does she say here. I'm trying to destroy this song if we can, though. It's fine with me to destroy it. It's a great remix, though. I don't want to be this way. I can't listen to you anymore. <laughs> I think we've got to cut this off. And I can't be together with you with someone I used to hang around. Wow. We're real dogs on this one. No, not dogs. Like, we should be getting howled at for this. You said rough. Mm. It's probably a reference to our dog yeah. thing. Uh, go TA! That sounded like you're a recording artist. Mm-hmm. Are you on Scott Arista Records? Scott can belt it out sometimes. That's the problem. Is that He has a golden voice. I can't... That was sarcastic. It wasn't. I think you're a very talented singer. You can do that noise from the Kanye and Jay-Z album. I can, yes. What noise is that? It's yeah, that's that noise. <laughs> that's that one. You do it very well. That's Scott's been called the songbird of our generation. That's agree. not even has been bestowed on anyone before either, which is cool. The songbird of our generation. It's from, uh, no, like it's from it. Step Brothers. Oh, I can't take credit for that. <laughs> Cannot take credit for oh, that. Oh, that's awesome. Get it on a t-shirt. You couldn't which have quoted a Judd Apatow movie, was it? Was Step Brothers? In that I think we should know. Someone on IMDb it. Hurry. Get on that. Hurry up. Do it. Do it now. Well, Stapes, we've been teasing this for the entire show. Yeah. Might as well get into what I mean. Look, you were gone. <laughs> Proto says to kill that song with fire. I think we just did. <laughs> I think we successfully just did that. Uh, you were gone for so long. Yeah. It, I mean, really, you were. This was the longest you've probably ever been away from the show. I think at this no, point. No. No. Last, really? if you remember, were last you year like I was gone for like six episodes. I want to say uh, in like October, September of last year, which may happen again this year. Wow. Well, there um, you go. Maybe that's what we're teasing. But yeah, I went to I went to Berlin, and and then I went to Monte Carlo, and then I went to London. I heard it was expensive in Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo, yeah, it was expensive. <laughs> if you're on Joe's Twitter, you would know. Jackie's very sarcastic in the final segment. Wait, Jackie, you don't you don't follow I mean, my like, Twitter? is it cheap? I don't know. I don't want to say Monte Carlo is expensive, <laughs> but three fingers of Glenlivet costs three actual fingers. The the best one was the McDonald's with the loan officer. <laughs> that was easily the best, and it wasn't even really close. Like if you had just done that one, it would have been great. You did a lot of other ones that were funny too, but then you did that one, and it was like, you you've done those before, right? On Twitter, where you're doing chains of them many yeah. times before, and like you finally get to the one that's perfect, and you're like, fuck, I should have just done one. That would have been like the most perfect one. Tweet. But then what you have to do is you have to go way beyond that and do a bunch more, <laughs> yeah. so you bury the fact that your best one didn't come to you right away. Your receipt didn't have decimals that had exponents. That one was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I like that, that one. Was good. <laughs> That was good. That one made me giggle. There was one that I ended up deleting because someone tweeted at me, these are getting old. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Hey, I you shouldn't and, have tweeted that at you. <laughs> you, and, you and me both, buddy. I don't know if you saw my, uh, <laughs> all my tweets to uh, Emily Post. Since a bunch of fucking idiots on Twitter probably don't know what Emily Post no, I've is. Heard, I've, heard, I've heard the rants. Yeah. As a listener. As a listener, I heard them. <laughs> As a ghost, I fell for you. Um, 
Yeah, so I went all over the place. And Berlin, uh, I went out a couple times. And I was just, I just got walked away from in the club so hard, so badly. Like how hard? Like super duper hard. Like was there a hair flip? Like I got to the point, no, I got to the point where like, I definitely got laughed at a couple times. Laughed at? Like laughed at. Why? Yeah. It doesn't even make any sense. Who laughs at people like in a, a club? Like a <laughs> okay. <laughs> All like right, so maybe this girl that. was like feeling this guy's muscles, and I just horned another conversation. I was like, "Feel mine," and then she felt them and she laughed. Oh come on! Maybe that's what happened. <laughs> oh my god! That might be what happened. <laughs> I, can't, I can't save you from that one. <laughs> maybe also I got laughed at because I was dancing on the stage in the club. But you're a good dancer. You're a tremendous dancer. Right? Tremendous. I shouldn't say you're a oh, tremendous. Oh, I know what tremendous means. You're a tremendous dancer. <laughs> tremendous is one of those words you make that's the, a lie. You, may, you make a great dance face. But let's be honest, all whites are bad dancers. Let's also be honest, you haven't seen me dance since your wedding. No, I saw that video of you dancing with Jackie and pouring beer in her mouth. Everyone saw that video. right. There was that. That was a great dance. And you were just like, you make this this self-satisfied, like you're yesing the world. Yeah, Jackie knows the face. (laughs) You're like, you're like. I think you I'm owning it. I'm owning like, it. This is the place that's, that's where everyone should be. That's the owning it face. Exactly. This is fucking awesome. Is there pointing awesome. their thumbs up? Is there there wasn't really. Up? It was just kind of like this whole just fucking get here and be with me because everything here is where it's where it's at. I'm the center of my own universe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. So I was doing very badly with with the girls in this particular club, uh, and it got to the point where I decided that if I like dance near a girl. And she doesn't immediately like run to her closest girlfriend and pretend to be a lesbian. I'm booking that as a win. <laughs> You're taking that home. Yeah, with you, if huh? she like turns around and looks at me and is like and just doesn't like immediately move away, I'm like, okay, nice score, and that's it. So things went really badly in this club, but I went a second night, and the second night, I got really, really aggressively uh, approached by a girl who unfortunately outweighed me. Okay, when you go to these, it's amazing <laughs> when you go to these clubs in Europe. Yeah. Do you go solo a lot? Like, are you just like no? Out I went there, with a guy. The no, last no, I, of the international no. playboys. Um, sometimes I, I rarely go out by myself in other countries. Um, that sounds scary to do by yourself. Yeah, that doesn't seem. I'm glad you don't. Oh, go you out know, by I yourself. go out by, I go out by myself in London. Excuse me, I go out by myself in right, London all safe, the time. Whatever. They don't even have guns there. It's fine. And it's such like a party town. No, they like don't, it's awesome. That's so sad. Um, but no, I I was not alone. Well, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I went out. I went out with uh, a girl on the crew and a guy, and so it was the three of us. And I've got aggressively pursued, and it was like I was kind of feeling it. Like it felt there was there was at least two or four, two to four girls who hadn't danced out of my general vicinity. Mm-hmm. So I was feeling really good, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> start coughing, and I'm like, it's not uncommon for me to cough. I always get a little sick when I'm traveling, but it was something about it just hit me so <laughs> so suddenly. <laughs> And I looked around the room. Thank you, Nick. Uh, I looked around. I looked around the room, and people were covering their faces in other parts of the room. And oh I yeah, was worried like, about that shit. You know, they've had pandemics over and there. And I was like, no, no, no. Like way across the room, like a lot of people were like, were like ducking and like putting putting their clothes <laughs> over their faces. And and I said, and I took, I looked at the two people we were with, and I said, we need to get the fuck out of here right now. There's the exit. Let's go. And I led the three of us out there, and I managed to get everyone out safely. Thank God you were <laughs> really? Night. Yep. Thank yeah, God. I thought on my feet. I thought fast. I, you know, I wasn't worried about. I wasn't worried about the gas. I was worried about the trampling. Right. And I got everyone out safely. You got you let everyone to safety. Yes, I got everyone uh-huh. out safely. Yep. 
That's the, a, my that's group. A, wow, that's a mighty quick story for there being other, tear gassed in a club in Berlin. Like, there it, are does, other, it just seems like I mean, maybe. That happens all the time. It, yeah, it maybe sounds like so a bunch of people start coughing, you become the hero where you lead three people or everyone out of the no, club. No, I'm including myself. Three people. No, no, no. Right. Other people also left the club. Right. Dozens. You led them out. Like, this was your... No, no, no. There were a few people who, uh, who had beat me to the door who were closer to the door. I'm not Scott. I'm no, I'm no triathlete. Right. Did you go back in and say... <laughs> you are no triathlete. Did you go back in and say, I will save the others, and you like... No, I only cared about my people. Oh. Right. I only cared about my... I did consider one thing to be a failure, though. I failed to get us a refund for the cover charge. How long were you in there before? Ten you minutes. Why did people get tear gas? I don't understand. Can, First of yeah. all, they didn't know to leave. You had to let them know that people were like coughing and dying. Did you round them up? You know what? Okay, I'm gonna be perfectly frank. No one was that concerned. Something did go off in the club, but like not everyone left. Um, no, everyone didn't even leave the place. No, like some people stayed in the room and were perfectly fine. They were in fine. The like they were coughing, and people came out like with tears running down their face and stuff like that. Why? What happened? I mean, was there a fight? Who I think that someone sprayed pepper spray. Sprayed so does pepper spray make you cough? Yeah, probably. It does, right? Yeah, I've it definitely makes you cough. Pepper spray yeah. in my eye, and I don't think it does. It just burns like a bitch. See, I didn't feel anything in my eyes at all. I throat. Yeah, if you get it in your throat, of course you would Maybe. cough. Yeah, pepper spray. Of course know. you would. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pe but pepper spray is pretty bad too, though. Does this end with you were the one, you were the cause that I jumped the gun? Like, did you get pepper sprayed and then everyone coughed around you? You're like, feel my muscles, and they're like, get out of here, yeah. American bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, I sprayed had a, it down your throat. <laughs> I had to pepper spray the girl with the ham hocks that grabbed me, that tapped me on the shoulder. You pepper I thought, sprayed her? I thought it was, a, I thought it was a bouncer. <laughs> she just put it on food. She would just get a street cheese steak, put the she pepper spray like, on she's it. She's like, hey, hit. why are you dancing with me yet? And I was like, oh my god, this is what I do to girls. Now I know how they feel. That's the voice you used to do for that girl. I'm not going to say her last name. Remember when that one girl followed me home and, in college and I uh, locked myself in our college uh, <laughs> apartment bathroom and she slept outside the bathroom waiting for me to come out? Are you serious? And she'd be like, what's up with Huff? There's the nerd what, What's up with Huff? Oh, she would like ask you really roommate? class, what's up with Huff? What's that? Like she would, that? She became a roommate eventually she'd or like no? She'd like bark as well. So, no. What kind of voice is that? Yeah, what's the voice that he was just doing for, it's l larger women. It has to make Excuse it through me, some Excuse me, why are you dancing? Why, why are you dancing? Excuse <laughs> 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 me. You, you had to pepper I couldn't help but notice you were American. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so alone here. Was she really, really throwing those kind of lines at you? Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, and then she's like, oh, she was like, um, I was like, this guy's such a bad dancer, he has to be American. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. He was like, I'm here. I'm here in London. I'm the place to be. But I was gonna, I was gonna work my way up. So from there. much smiling, like it's the place to be. That's you you have a smile like Jupiter. Everyone, just all your no, moons it's, it's just circle around. More of a smirk, is it not? Like, it's, no, it's like this. As he closes his whole eyes and he lifts the cheeks. I've only like, really seen it with sunglasses. You guys really gotta watch the video. You gotta watch the video. Scott's nailing like, it's the face. Great. Yeah. <laughs> And it was one of his favorite songs on, too, A Little Journey. Oh. She really said I could tell you were a terrible dancer because you're American. No, she said, I, no, I knew you were American because you're a terrible dancer. Oh, yeah. That's what she said. And I was like, what? You don't like this? <laughs> that's, that is the... I'll make the noise. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you quietly make that noise? You can't hear it over the music. Of music. No, but it's me going... Sometimes, 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 sometimes if, if it's the like, music gets cut, gets cut off for last call, the last call for alcohol, Joseph, they're going. I have to, I have to, I have to, yeah, exactly. 
When they everyone when just they, walks away, everyone starts coughing. <laughs> I think that's tear gas, guys. We yeah, should go. Gotta get out of here. <laughs> There's so one guy on the dance floor going. Sometimes, like if I if a girl accidentally dances too close to me, she'll hear it. She'll hear it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm so, wait, we should go. What was that? I, I wasn't. I didn't, I didn't say anything. It sounds like the sound you're shoving. Is that is that the beat really you dance to? Yeah. This one. This is, this is, my, per, this is my permit beat. Ready? Yeah. 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 He marches to the beat of his own. <laughs> Basically, um, you know that song by the outfield? Yeah. Lose Your Love? Lose your like, love, that yeah. song's permanently playing in my head. And all you can get out you of it. You know how good that is? Yeah. Oh. Oh. We're, bas- we're bastardizing it. It's this. <laughs> <laughs> My when Joe dances, all the stray down. dogs come outside the club too and just wait for him. <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah. Anyway, that know, dances with that Dobermans. night wasn't <laughs> dances that, with Dobermans over there. That night wasn't that uh, that wasn't really all that epic. I uh, I did have like a really cool night out. If I could name drop for a second. Oh yeah. I had, a really, I had a really awesome night out in Monte Carlo. I was out with Daniel and a coworker from Poker Stars, and Phil Ivy texts him and says. Hey, if you don't have a million people with you, come meet me at this club. And when I got there, I've met Phil like a bunch of times before, but I'm, I know he doesn't know who I am. Right. I know he doesn't. I'm not even on his radar. No, he doesn't give a shit. No. So when I show up, at least it was just me and a girl. You know what I mean? Like, it, well, I didn't have to be like the third dude that he didn't know. And Daniel leans in and says something to him, and he laughs, and he slaps me in the back. He's like, all right, yeah, you're cool. And I guess Dan, what he said to him was, this is my friend Stapes. He's not very good looking, but he still gets laid sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and Phil, like immediately that earned Phil's. Res- oh, he, but he's funny, so he still gets laid sometimes. And so that like immediately earned Phil's respect. Oh, that's nice. And so we were drinking. Um, now, just to give you some perspective, a bottle of Coca Cola in the bar lobby of my hotel was nine euros, fifteen ish dollars, fifteen dollars. Yeah. Um, a bottle of uh, like Vuv Clicquot. In the, the the bar we went to before this bar was like four hundred. No, it was like two hundred euros, two hundred fifty euros. Yeah, that's standard, right? Yeah, kind of for a club. Yeah. It wasn't a club. No, no, no. It was like a bar, like okay. where there was like a, a like a house band playing. Uh, so when we get to this place, Phil only has bottles of Dom Perignon, rosé, mm. and Patron, and so. I don't feel comfortable. Like I'm like I don't. A glass of this is gonna is probably gonna cost more than what I make in this entire trip. So and the fucking mixers are gonna cost more than what you make. Yeah, what you exactly. Made on the trip too. exactly. So I just stood there for a little while awkwardly until eventually he like slapped one in my hand. But then he insisted on pouring shots of Patron for everyone. So do a shot of Patron, shot of Patron, shot of Patron, and then finally the next shot, uh, he, the bottle runs out, and I'm like, oh thank God. He's like, we need another bottle over here. And so it just got things got really silly, and two of the, some of the weirdest things. It was the night's so surreal. We finally leave the bar. It's me and Daniel uh, and Phil, and then uh, I don't know another girl. I don't know if it was Phil's girlfriend. I don't know what his deal is, but they seemed friendly. Um, so they were. We were all walking uh, back to the hotel. At which point, we all start telling really racist jokes to each other. Like I'm telling racist jokes to Phil Ivy. Mean, Phil's laughing. a black. Oh, Phil's a black man. He's you might not know this, but no, it feels black. He's African American. Um, and like gentleman. we're all like testing the waters, or whatever. And then Daniel slaps him in the face. Oh, 
And he just stops, and I'm like, oh my god, like I'm going to watch Phil Ivey beat the shit out of Daniel Negreanu right now, and there's going to be nothing I can do to stop it. And he just takes it and he tries, like, I'll remember that. Daniel proceeded to slap him in the face two more times <laughs> on the walk home. Now, keep in mind, we're all obviously trashed. A dude followed us, a dude followed us out of the bar. A guy who had been bugging us the whole time. Security had thrown him out of the bar. When we left, he started following us down the street. Oh, that's how you get stabbed in a foreign country right there. Right? Go with two high rollers down the street he's, and have a guy follow you he, out of the club. He's following us. He's following us. And then I did, and um, I asked him, I was like, sir, seriously, we're really appreciative, but like, please leave us alone. Like, we just want to, we just want to go, please leave us alone. And he's like, no. And he went at Daniel. At which point I did something. I feel terrible now. I shoved him. I shoved him, and he rolled into the street, and I, like, put my feet down, like, got a low center of gravity. I was like, this guy's going to get up. Now I'm going to have to fight him, right? She was like, I, like, put... <laughs> <laughs> but something happened that made me feel even worse. He just got up and left. He, like, just got up and, like, dusted himself off and left. Why'd that make you feel bad? I felt terrible. You solved the problem without really bringing violence I know. I just, like, got run over by a double-decker bus. No, I just felt <laughs> Which terrible. Which would have been like, the best first, ending ever to this story. <laughs> like, I just shoved a dude. You like, asserted I just, your dominance. I shoved I a dude. I don't know. You could have gotten fucking stabbed. Like, what is your deal? I don't feel good Why about it. Why do you have it? to back-end the story with some just... You just don't like stupid shit. Look, like so planetary in Israel for your, Judd Apatow I'm, an hour for I'm your, Gene. Look, hey guys, I cares? I can't help it if I'm your classic antihero. <laughs> oh my oh, god! So we get back to the hotel, and Daniel. By Real the way, these guys, these guys are Travis, both, Travis Boring over there. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are both playing in a tournament the next day that costs a hundred thousand euros to enter. Right. Daniel at this point decides that he wants to go to sleep on the floor of the hotel. So this is five minutes, give me five minutes, give me five minutes. After 15 minutes, security comes over. And Phil steps, this is one of the most baller things I've ever heard in my life. Phil steps in front of the security and goes, I spent $200,000 in this hotel last year. You will not touch this man. <laughs> I'm sorry, I fucked up the quote. I spent $200,000 in this hotel in three days last year. Do not touch this man. So you sleeping in the lobby? He was asleep on the marble floor of this oh, lobby God. in the Monte Carlo Bay Hotel and Casino. So it cost $200,000. It cost roughly <laughs> 70000 $70, a day to, to rent, rent the, the lobby. lobby of the Monte Carlo. <laughs> someplace in Monte Carlo. Yes, absolutely. So eventually, they're really cool, and they come back with a wheelchair. We put Daniel in the wheelchair. Oh, boy. I say goodbye to Phil. We, I take Daniel up to his room. Now, Daniel has a two-floor suite, okay? So he's got a bed and a bedroom. Upstairs, then there's a downstairs, then there's a couch. I take him, I put him on the couch. He rolls off the couch, wants to be on the floor. So he's got like this 2,000 square foot hotel room, and he's laying on the floor of the bottom floor of it. Well, it's probably nice and cold and comforting. All night long, he alternates between saying, I want to die. <laughs> Stapes, don't leave me. And don't touch me. Because I'll be like, he'd be like, I want to die. I'd rub his back and he'd go, don't touch me. And then I'd get up and he'd be like, don't leave me. So I ended up staying with him till 9 like o'clock in the morning. I he just went right over rubbing his back. Yeah. Come on, when somebody's... <laughs> come on, when I'd rub his him. back and he's like... Don't I felt bad me. for him. I felt terrible for him. Yeah, that's horrible. He was a mess. He would you shove him in the street, you son of a bitch? <laughs> yeah, he, he showed up six hours late for a $100,000 buy-in tournament. Oh, and by the way, made the final table. Cashed. Yeah, heard about that. So... Anyway, it was a pretty ridiculous... Oh, and Phil Ivey, by the way, remembered who I was the next day. Oh, so nice of him. Called me Jason, but he did remember that we <laughs> hung out. Uh, guys, five minutes away from the sex squad. Five minutes away. 
I got to tell you what's coming up. The Jadens are joined by male porn performer Derek Pierce. Because he probably pierces stuff with his big junk to discuss the latest in the adult film industry news and I know gossip. A seventy-year-old hymen he could pierce. Offer sex advice and talk about their opinions of the sexiest adult film stars of all time. Coming up next on the Sex Squad. I think that. Uh, yeah, I think that it was hard. One of the Jadens came on the show last week, right? No, two weeks ago. Two but weeks yeah, they ago. stopped yeah. and said, "What's up?" Oh yeah, they'll say what's up. They gave us some advice. They've been shouting out the show too. They're very cool. They're great. They they're a great follow up act here. They'd be a great lead in either way. It's uh, it's awesome. It's great to have them on here. Eleven o'clock. The Sex Squad. I got my first set of groan laughs at stand up. It's not nearly as cool yeah. as hanging out with uh, Phil Ivey and Daniel Negrano, but it is. It was goddamn cool because I was like, I didn't know if I wanted to do this bit. Right? It was a bit I pitched to you online. Yeah, and I said and you had you to said, do it. And I've in fact, and I've I don't know if I've ever done this before. I said if you won't do this, I want it. Right. And then, but then you did also say to me, Which I think I knew these that was are. A good way you said I think I think these are very tough. To pull off, so just know that going in. You yeah. gave me all the advice that you could, and I was like, I got up there, and I, I realized I still had like a minute left in my set, or like a minute and a half left in my set, and I was like, fuck, I gotta do this. I just gotta do it to know whether I can. Like, it's a comedy club, everything I, can be safe, it's fine. How can you even have fine. that thought when you're up there? Like, I don't even think on my feet at all. It's just I like, know. I know what I'm doing, I'm doing this next, I'm doing this next, and I'm done. Hey! I had, I had other jokes that I could do. <laughs> so I wanted to put, people have been asking for a Facebook stuff. People have other, you know, people have been asking me to post other stand-up shit on Facebook, and I'm just like, I, I don't, whatever. Like, I don't really want to be posting up with mics, but I will if people really want to see the well, People the have been giving you rave reviews, too. Well, whatever. I think they want to be nice, because people are being encouraging of something that's not that easy to do. Okay. They're not, like, all killer, but I, I was like, I'll post some up. So I said I wanted to post this one, and Alexander's like, don't post that. I'm like, but do you understand that in this joke, I'm not making fun of X, I'm making fun of Y. Like, there's really nothing wrong with this joke. It just happens to touch on some off-color shit. So that's the setup. She wouldn't let me post it on Facebook. for just So just for the fans of Huffin Stapes, this was a joke I did the other night at the bomb shelter open mic uh, that may be a little bit racy. I got my first set of grown laughs. Listen very Can't carefully wait. for one woman who does something that's very obvious audibly. The other night I went bowling. This is a true story. Saturday night... I went bowling, and uh, in the lane next to me was this totally decked out hipster dude. He had the shaved side of his head with the comb over going on. He had the, the studded belt and the tight jeans. And he was bowling with a mentally handicapped guy. The two of them were just hanging out, palling around, bowling. And at first I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, this guy is out on a Saturday night. He's, he's helping this guy. He's bowling with this uh, mentally, mentally challenged kid. That's amazing. That's so nice of him to do. But here's how much I don't trust hipsters. I started thinking to myself while I was bowling that maybe he just wanted to be, like, the first guy who was in to hang out with retarded kids. So that if it becomes a thing down the line where everyone is going out on Saturday nights with retarded kids he can be like hey man I wasn't hanging out with retards way before the rest of you you should have seen me and here's how unathletic hipsters are the retarded kid was beating him that's all a true story I swear kicking the living shit you get, so, Scott you gave that woman an orgasm <laughs> one woman had an orgasm you're the one who go Oh, oh, God. That was my favorite part of the groan laugh. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's all you heard. Just, oh, That's God. what you should be trying to do. You know why? Because it wasn't even a person. It was like it was like one of the booths. <laughs> Just creaking? It was like, oh, God. <laughs> you like offended the furniture. <laughs> it wasn't even like, like I said, I wasn't making fun of the retarded no, yeah, kid at no. all. I was making fun of the other kid's motivations. Because he was like there with the kid. Now, there is something to be said about the fact that like the word retarded is offensive. When did that become offensive? What do you mean, when? <laughs> I think it was like totally acceptable. It's only, ex it only, the only thing that's happening now is that people are starting to recognize it as offensive. Yeah. It's definitely an R word.
Okay? It is. It's actually of all the things that I've ever said on any radio show I've ever done, someone wrote a letter about how I used the the word retarded. I don't even make I mean, fun of that kid. He wins right. at bowling. He wins the bowling match, and yeah. he probably doesn't even care. He's probably like, why do I have to hang out with this fucking loser? <laughs> why is this guy bringing me here? He was kicking the I shit think it, out of I think it needs a, I think that needs to be part of it, actually. What? He like how, the, the retarded things he's doing doing community service. Do you call him the retarded? See, that's that's offensive. That, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, I that's what they not, prefer to be called. Ask of ask I try not to say it, but I thought it was kind of like an accepted term for a while. It's just like the word colored was accepted for a while, yes. Doesn't make it right. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, maybe it is. But I loved it. Growing up. You're listening to this podcast, rewind a little bit just so you can hear it go. No Sorry, Hollywood Hotel, that I offended your fucking Vermont and Santa Monica sensibilities. Across from the massage shop that probably jerks everyone off. Jerks the whole fucking world off. Excuse me. Alright, we gotta get out of here. Sex squads here. Wow, nice segue. Derek Pierce joining them on the show. We're out of here. Jackie Bray at Jackie Bray on Twitter. That's Nicholas me. Fitzgerald, thank you so much as usual. Karen, thanks. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, and thank you for being right about that brand new listener. That was really Watch cool. Watch Kathy Griffin on Thursdays at 10. There you go. Kathy, what the fuck? She needs the publicity. You want to say watch Huff and Stapes when yeah. you're on there. This video reminds me of some shit we do on Huff and Stapes. I'll try. I'll Do try it. Gene! Gene, thank you so thank you, much. Gene. I Thanks like your gifts. Gene. I'm not planting a tree anywhere. I think we anyone. should swap sizes, though. I want yours. I'm going to wait till she hears it. I just like that she thought I had bigger junk than you. <laughs> thank you, Gene. I'm at Scott B. She's Huff a, on Gene's a petite woman. Maybe she's just hoping I always talk over my Twitter junk. handle. That's probably why I'm 3,000 Twitter like followers behind you. Right always talking right over it. That's probably it. At Scott B. Like boy Huff on Twitter. And it's not B like boy the whole... It's Scott B. Huff on Twitter. At Two Jacks Joe has one thing left to say. Oh my god. Smell you later! You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.